Hey there, guys. It's Mark Adam from the Paranting Podcast. Join me and my co-host, Katie G, every week for a brand new episode. We talk about parenthood and kids. We talk about it from every single angle. We talk about the lows, the highs, the laughs, and the cries. Join us. Subscribe wherever fine podcasts are found. And don't forget to join our community. You can start by visiting us on Facebook, facebook.com slash parenting. It's like parenting with an A in the middle because we like to rant about stuff. Anyway, you get it. We'll see you there. Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true. star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll soup. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet, and welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. This is your host, Sarah, and Intoxicated Podcast is a weekly drinking comedy podcast where I have my friends on and we talk about life. The intros live on. The people have spoken and I've been told to keep doing intros, so here I am doing an intro. This is a long episode, so I'm going to keep it short. Um, This week's guest, I'm so excited for you guys to hear this banger of an episode with comedian Kirsten Finch, someone I only met recently, but I think has become an instant friend of mine. She is so fucking hilarious, and I had so much fun recording with her. This is a girl-toxicated episode, people, so things get girly. If you are sensitive to vagina talk, this episode is not for you. (laughs) But I had a fucking blast with Kirsten. She is awesome. (laughs) Holy, holy moly. It was so much fun. Um, This was definitely one of those episodes that felt like just a sleepover hangout on mic, which is amazing. Kirsten and I hit it off right away. We had some epic girl talk even before the mics were rolling, so there you go. She's a new friend, and I think she's fucking great. And I do want to plug one of her upcoming shows, because uh, we talk about it at the end of the episode, but I know not everyone makes it through. So Kirsten is actually going to be doing a show opening for Mr. John Dore, which is fucking unreal. So that is actually on Thursday, January 24th at Good Robot Brewing here in Halifax. This is a small show. So if you do want to go, you do need to get tickets ahead of time. I will be sure to leave a link down below where you can do that. And definitely follow Kirsten on social media if you do want to keep up to date with any shows she's doing here in Halifax. I highly recommend checking her out. And guys, I'm actually glad I'm doing an intro for this episode because in the middle of this episode, I drop some news about episode 100. Guess what, everybody? another live stream is going to happen. Now, I'm probably a crazy person because holy fuck, the first one was a lot of work. (laughs) Did a 12-hour live stream back in September and it was a blast and it was so much fun, but holy shit, a lot went into it. So I am getting on the planning very early this time. The date for that is going to be Saturday, February 16th. 
And that is going to be for episode 100, which would come out the next week. So I'm going to do another highlights episode, but the main event is going to be the live stream. Obviously, I'm still in the beginning phases of planning this live stream. So if you do have suggestions for any particular returning guests that you want to come on or who you'd like to see on the stream or any cool ideas, definitely let me know those ideas. And you can do that uh, by emailing our Gmail account. And that is intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram and Intoxicated Podcast, Twitter, and underscore Intoxicated. And let me know your thoughts on that. Or, you know, just just let me know what you thought of this episode. This was a shit ton of fun. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. So I'm going to just quickly remind you to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you are subscribed, but you never know. Sometimes people don't hit that button. So you can find Intoxicated wherever you find podcasts. You can also leave a rating or review on iTunes. That does help the podcast out. And tell your friends, spread the word about the show. That'd be fantastic. So guys, that's about it. I hope you enjoy this amazing episode with Kirsten Finch. Super confident guys will just assume everyone wants to fuck them. And super unconfident guys will just be like, nobody wants to fuck me. So it's kind of like... dependent of your behavior. Because everything will be interpreted as flirting. Like so often. Because I'm just like a nice idiot. You know what? So often people will be like, oh, she's really into me. And I'll be like, oh, no, I'm just being nice. You are so fucking correct. It's it's the two extremes. It's either everything I do is seen as flirting to you or I cannot seem to get the point through to you at all. It's like one or the other. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. But also, I'm an idiot. Like, I never figure out when people (laughs) like me. More all. I'm really, I'm breaking glass ceilings for women on this. (laughs) You know what I think? I think you have to meet people through activities. I feel like the virtual dating doesn't work anymore. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Like, I've, I've never heard anyone be like, we met on Tinder. Yeah. I, I've i heard of a lot of relationships that have started from Tinder. Yeah. I never heard any but lasting. Never really last. But I mean, like, who's some might. I think activities are the key. Yeah. And like, not like clubbing. Apparently, like a high percentage. My friend told me this the other day. I forget the percentage. 20%? Actually, that's not that high. A, a certain percentage of one night stands become relationships. Oh, that's how all my relationships started. I kept oh, thinking really? I was I was like, this is it. <laughs> I'm a sexually liberated. Let's date for five years. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I, I bang someone and they're like, you are not girlfriend material. Oh. So I have the opposite. Opposite. Did problem. you follow up sex with Pi? No. There is your mistake. Like, like right after the sex or like the day after? I kind of punctuated in the relationship like the first time that we hung out it was just like we went to like a part like it was like we got brought to the party with separate friends I brought a lemon meringue pie does anyone want it it's homemade it's homemade it's the best pie and then he fucking ate and he was he was like oh god damn will you marry me <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I was like I was like you look strong will you set up my Ikea I'm Ooh, stupid that's a good idea not because I can't do it, because I don't want to. Uh, I want to delegate. And I was like, I'll bake you a blueberry pie. <laughs> and I did. Because I, I am a terrible feminist. I sincerely do prefer baking over assembling Ikea furniture. I want I outsource that. I love baking. And then we were like trying to set the mirror up on the wall. Oh, you hold. Oh, let me just get oh, in there. Oh, 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 sorry. I'm right there. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. I, I'm breathing on your neck. This is nice. Oh, gee, Willikers. Oh, you smell. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. I should introduce you. 
Um, oh, yeah. We are here on the Intoxicated Podcast. I have a dumbass question. Is it Kristen or Kirsten? It's Kier like an ear, even though. Kirsten. Yeah, it's Kirsten. Sh- phonetically, it's Kirsten, but Kir- I'm a picky bitch. Kirsten, okay. Kirsten. We are here with Kirsten Finch. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. You're finally here. And we've been already drinking and talking, so yeah, so much hot goss that we yeah. cannot record. Yeah, yeah, and maybe maybe one day we'll make a secret podcast called like Gossip with Sarah and Kirsten, and then or I'll like, listen, and then we'll just listen to it sober. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite of intoxicated, it's like very like, secretive and sober. <laughs> oh my god. that's a great idea but we are here so you're a comedian in Halifax I am and you're a new friend of mine obviously because I just shared secrets with you oh my um, god that we won't mention but (laughs) I will exchange some secrets that you already did (laughs) oh no that must be the one I was going to tell you about the time I fucking got a diva cup stuck in my, <gasps> stuck in my vagine. Oh <laughs> my God. Starting off hot. Start- <laughs> Coming in hot. But we going to get to that. You just gave me a, you just gave me a gold mine. You just gave me a, a mega gold mine. But we start with two things on the show. I like Number that my one- pussy's at a gold mine. But moving on. <laughs> Sorry. Just had to. Jealous. <laughs> Number one is a friendship origin story. Which, like, is how we met. So we met at Gus's Pub. You did, so And you had cookies. I brought cookies. The siren everybody. song of sweet, sweet shortbread. Wife material right here. Yeah. Um, but we met there, but I did see a set of yours before that. Probably, like, a couple weeks before that or something. And you'll probably remember the Ooh. set. Because um, two was things... Was it bad? No. Two things <laughs> happened. Two things happened. One was that there was a heckler in a wheelchair. Oh, God, that. (laughs) (laughs) And Barry kicked out the heckler in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like two minutes into my set. I have to say, you dealt with it amazingly because you made a pun, like you made a joke. Did I? You were like, you said something about like gonna roll on out there or something like that like you, you made some <laughs> we're just gonna reference keep... to the fact that it was like rolling <laughs> and i died we're just gonna keep rolling with these jokes i think that's what i think that's <laughs> might have been what it was it was amazing but i remember like watching your set and like i was there with my friend Vern, who's been on the show many times a good friend of mine and he leans over to me and he goes you gotta get this girl on the show oh what? so like it was actually like i i was actually like interested in you <laughs> That sounds weird. Oh my god! <laughs> Before we even met, but then when we met, I was like, "Yeah, fucking open invite for the podcast." And you were like, "I'm down. Let's fucking do this." I'm and then we really, set a date. And we did it. I'm really bored and lonely. It's perfect. <laughs> you can come over anytime. But yeah, my husband was like, "Oh, you'll be out of the house. Perfect. I'll drive you. Get out." It's <laughs> a perfect situation because I don't I, like. I, I get nervous sometimes when people come over because I'm like, I want this. I want people to drink. I want to make sure they get home okay. But like if it's too much out of their way to get home okay, then we don't have to drink a lot. But that's not as fun. No, exactly. I yeah. I can get as loosey goosey as I want. That's amazing. Um, so that's the French Borgen. And and the second thing that we talk about is what we're drinking. Because I, I ask the guests every time oh, yes. what what they want. And when we met, you said that you're into white wine. And then when I followed up with you, you said it has to be cheap and white like you. Like me. <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> and it, it is what, perfect. Whatever the house wine is. 
And I think this is very house wine. Just based yeah. on how it tastes too. Like it's it's very house wine ish. No, and I used to I used to work at um this place called the Laughing Buddha in Sudbury, and it was really fun and it was like this really hip happening spot for the kids and you know we had you know all the all the alcohols all the liquors and of course we had house wine but we didn't have like bottles and we only had one type and right. so whenever someone was like i like i'd like a white wine what is it i would just be like oh it's fucking this <laughs> or whatever it was whatever shit swill it was it was just like a cheap bottle from the saq yeah or that's the french one the nslc Oh, this is in Ontario. Oh, right, CBO. Oh, CBO, yeah. Right, the right, Lipo. Right, right, right. The, or we can just, both of them, the LC. LC. Yeah, the LC. let's just shorten it. Yeah, the Licks. Uh, <laughs> and no one ever, not once, in like the year that I worked there was like, oh, no, I don't like Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. So that's where I was like, oh, that's bullshit. It's 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 the first the first thing I ever got hooked on in terms of a booze was cheap white wine. And specifically from the Germany section in a blue bottle, uh, it had to have two of those things. So it was either it was from the Germany section in a blue bottle and ten dollars. Oh. That was those those were my three criteria for what that's I decent. drank in college. Isn't it like Wüderhüven? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> that sounds right. Wüderhüven. <laughs> I think that's like I think that's like the Norwegian one. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap and white. So let's bring in for cheers. Oh yeah. Binkies. It doesn't happen. I, I get superstitious. Oh yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, that tastes like college. Yeah. I'm getting notes of hold on. Mm. Toast. Mm. Um mm. and regret. <laughs> I was gonna say loneliness. <laughs> You know, I see where you're getting that from. That's it's my the earthiness. Note. My, my note is in there. It's the earthiness. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew how to. De- we were talking about this earlier. Describing Ugh. alcohol, like I just don't. Like I'm the girl with the drunk oh. podcast who like doesn't know shit about liquor. I'm just oh. like I just drink whatever I whatever gets me drunk. <laughs> no, but I honestly think it's all such nonsense. Like I'm the worst. Like I, I was I wasn't forced to go on a wine tour because I mean like it's all I'll drink it. <laughs> But yeah. it is wasted on me. Like they'd be like, they'd be like, oh, this is this is, this is aged, you know, by by like a monk, and he he kissed <laughs> he kissed each oak keg, you know, twice a day, <laughs> and you know, prayed over the grapes or whatever the yeah. shit it was, and I'd be like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, and just drink like, free wine. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is. Uh, you take the free wine and yeah. then you buy whatever bottles cheapest. Because, I mean, this, I should say, this is a local wine. This is Yoast. This, this is probably fancier than I thought. Yeah, this is Yoast. Uh, Le- oh, God, I'm not. What is that? Lacadie? Oh, Lacadie. Lacadie? Lacadie. Pinot Grigio. It's Pinot Grigio. It's a 2017 from Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia's great wines. I don't think, it's very rare. I remember one time, back in 2015, I had a glass of wine that was just okay. Yeah, that is the end of the stories about me being picky about picky about wine. <laughs> it's all it's all just fine. It's all good. I'm yeah. I'm yeah. I'm a I'm not a picky. Lady. What what um were you someone who drank underage? I was very unexciting. Okay, so not really. No, and it was just such a pain in the ass to like because you'd have to like find some kind of creepy older guy who's. <laughs> So what, true. You know, who would borrow his mom's van? 
and then drop it off at like your you know your friend Devin's house while her parents were gone and then Such you know you, you only had like you only had twelve dollars so you could get like three coolers or whatever it was and Mike's then, heard lemonade yeah and then you'd have to hope that you know like fucking creepy Taylor laughed and we'd be like oh taylor your mom's gonna be pissed better get out of here stop trying to touch our 16 year old titties it just like was not worth the investment you know what i mean yeah no t- I, I i only drank about a month before i became legal yeah um and that was because i was dating a guy in college so i was dating a college boy you were like so oh. i had easy access to alcohol and i think i and i always drove like i yeah, like same. i got to use my dad's car i think when i was 17 and i could pretty much had free reign and i was mm-hmm. like i've always been like like i say neurotic mm-hmm. but probably just sensible about drinking and driving like if yeah. i've had like if i've had like a single drink like yeah no same but i also have a very low tolerance so i recognize that there's people who can have like i do too surprisingly yeah but Despite i just know how like much how often i drink i still have a low tolerance even though i blow under i wouldn't trust me behind the wheel yeah no no yeah yeah i, I don't like driving sober so even my I husband even it. my husband like he'll like i'll, I'll be like monitoring you he'll, like, he'll be like let's go home and i'll be like let's go get a coffee <laughs> <laughs> let's stay up for another five hours and sober up. <laughs> he's like totally you're probably right <laughs> <laughs> no it's better to just get shammered when you know like there's no driving involved oh, yeah. you know you're in a safe spot and like you're you're good i was yeah. actually i was a bartender before i was legal oh shit yeah oh, really? I, that was at the laughing buddha that i already brought up i started wow. there when i just turned 18 and normally they don't hire 18 year olds and they and the manager because like you can't ask ages they just said yeah you're over 18 and i said yeah i am 18 but right. because it was so loud he didn't hear me he just heard that i said oh, oh i'm over 18 okay and i kind of looked older at that point so they didn't think they didn't question that they didn't question it right like, but you can you can legally serve at 18 it was just like they'd had problems before with waitresses like underage because they're 18 right. to serve but you had to be 19 to drink so they'd have problems with oh okay. but i was so like yeah anyways i've, but, I've heard of that happening though like uh, this comedian that i follow just posted a picture of a bar and she's like yeah when i was 18 i worked here and i she, she's like sorry i lied about my age but i mean it's like one year like no one's gonna know unless they literally sorry. look at your id yeah and then no. that's yeah yeah <laughs> No, no, but it was definitely, it was legal for me to work yeah. there, but it was just like an in-house policy. But the great thing right. about that was everybody was like counting down the days till I was turning 19 oh, and like shit. at midnight on the day that I was turning 19. Shots. It was eight, it was February 8th going to February 9th and I was working and I thought like, oh, it's just the next day in the morning that I can drink. And they were like, no, I was supposed to work till like 2 a.m. They were like, no, go start drinking. And oh there was literally, God. there was a lineup at the bar to buy me drinks. Oh my God. It was crazy. One of my friends came back. He's like, try to buy you a drink, but there's like a fucking, there's a lineup of like five <laughs> drinks. That's the best part about birthday. Oh, all the free drinks. Especially when you're a bartender and all your friends, like the only way that you can be in that bar is if you're working and all your right. friends are there and they're like, fuck, you gotta go. It's the end of your shift. <laughs> I've often thought about going into bartending. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Ju- ju- if you can handle the being on your feet and yeah. the hours yeah. and the drinking. Yeah. See, that's that's where it would get tricky for me because I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. If I if I get a job where I have to drink on the job or like or there's a pressure around drinking for the culture, which that's what it is with bartenders. I yeah. imagine it's the culture to drink. Yeah, it's very much the culture. Yeah. But if you're really dedicated, you can get away with it. Like, if yeah. I would always just be like, oh, buy me a shot of sour puss. If, like, uh, someone was, like, 
insisting on buying me a drink and like, oh, I want to do a shot with you. I'd just be like, oh, whatever. And Fly I know it's ball. horrible, but I would just like pocket the money and I would right. just do I would just do a shot of cranberry juice. Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, that's a good way to do Boom. it. Damn. Boom. Well, that's Save the, the liquor license. Also make $5. The tips alone like is, I feel. Yeah. If you can get into like a good it. place. I never got into like one of the big money places, but I think my sister, when she was bartending, she would make like. 500 bucks a night or something crazy jesus but she like worked her way up from like to like get in primo spots and now she doesn't do that because it's very stressful Mm, fair yeah it's a it it takes a personality type yeah exactly but if you're someone who already stays up late me so me and you're social me very me you know and you can put liquor in a glass i think i should do it i think i should i should do it (laughs) Complete 180 in my life. <laughs> but do you remember? Want- do you remember the first time you got drunk? Yeah, the first like time I got drunk, really drunk? like drunk, like drunk, drunk, drunk was definitely on my 19th birthday. Oh man, because because of how many shots, I just remember it was Holy just such fuck. a nightmare. W- waking up the next day, I was like, "This is the fucking worst." Right. <laughs> but I was like, but I was also old enough. Or maybe was I working at Pita Pit? I think maybe I did underage drink a little bit because I remember being too hungover to work at Pita Pit one day. <laughs> that was all coming back to me. Yeah, I think it was like a house party with my first boyfriend and yeah, it was Jägermeister. Oh, that's... Oh, that yeah. sweet, sweet liquor. It goes down like cough syrup. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I was just like holding on to the cash register, shaking, and they were looking at me and I was like, I don't know what happened. And they're like, go home. Food poisoning. <laughs> you are very hungover. <laughs> Everybody knew. <laughs> oh my you are God. not handling it well. <laughs> oh, alcohol. Yeah, but now I don't really drink that much. Like, that's oh, why, no? like, after, like, a couple of glasses, I'm oh, sweet. be pretty loosey goosey. Well, what kind of drunk are you? Uh, sleepy. <laughs> so it's debatable how this might turn into a sleepover. This is the bell. <laughs> the bell is when a good point is made or a burn or a like, it's like a yes bell. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you can ding it whenever you want. Oh, God, I can't wait. <sighs> I'm so excited for the first ding, yes ding, moment. Ding, 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 ding. Um, but what was I going to say? How did you, so just some standard questions before we get into diva cup mishaps. Um, <laughs> I love how it's like I'm still traumatized <laughs> thinking about it. I love how like, like past couple episodes I've been with boys and now I'm like ridiculously excited to talk about vaginas. <laughs> like oh I'm foaming God. at the mouth right now. You really. like, as, <laughs> as least you're not foaming at the <laughs> vagina. <laughs> oh, I mean I might be, who knows? Hello. Um but <laughs> how did you get into comedy? So like how did this all happen? This is my favorite thing. Uh, I was just, I've been obsessed with humor since I was very young. Oh, really? My grandmother would save the Sunday funnies for me from the Toronto Star. We lived in Sudbury, Ontario, so we didn't have that access. And this was pre-internet. And so she would save the Sunday funnies for me. And so every time I came to Toronto, I had like a stack that was like an inch thick. And she would patiently read every single comic to me. Sherman's Lagoon. Field. Dilbert. Dilbert! <laughs> I remember them. Those ones were my favorite. Yeah. She would patiently read them to me. Aww. And I'd be like, I don't get it. I'm seven. <laughs> 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 and then she would patiently explain the joke to me. Oh my God. So your grandmother was kind of a little bit of a comedian at heart. I think Maybe. so. Yeah. I mean, that's where you got it from. Yeah. What about your mom? Was your, was your mom like a funny, funny lady? Yes. Yeah. 
both my parents are funny. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be something in the genes there. Yeah, well, actually, I, I think I it was just know, like a. But... I think it was like a. It was almost like a culture of humor in the house. Oh, like really my, cool. you know, like my dad introduced me to Monty Python, and um, that's been a lifelong obsession. Never then, watched it. And then my mother is just a ridiculous person. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like she, like she's kind of. She's kind of nuts, but she also knows she's nuts. Oh, I love that. I love a self-aware crazy and, person. Uh, one of, uh, I don't know if this is going to translate. Because <laughs> you have to basically have known her your whole life. <laughs> but what she did recently is she she came to visit and she had this gift for us. She's like, I got you a gift. And she gets out a mug and it has the letter K on it. She's like, I got this for you, Kirsten. And Sean, they didn't have any more S's. Uh, so I just got uh, the second letter of your last name. <laughs> I got you a mug with the letter U on it. <laughs> <laughs> like very sincerely. I was wow. like, thank you. This is so sweet. Thank you so much. <laughs> then she tried to be joking. It, she did find an S mug. That's hilarious. <laughs> but very deadpan. Oh my gosh. Another time she sent me a birthday card and I was reading it on stage for a while. And I was like, dear Kirsten. Your sister told me that this wasn't a birthday card. It was a card with a picture of an owl on it in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's wonderful. I didn't have time, but next year I hope to make my own birthday card with a vagina on it. <laughs> I just have to rustle up some courage and get creative. <laughs> Love, mother. Wow. And then I like confront her with these things. She's like, Kirsten, why are you telling people I said that? <laughs> I never said that. And I was like, it's literally in your handwriting. Yeah. I have it right here. You have the proof. Kirsten, I'm never writing down anything to you again. <laughs> That's the best mom voice I've ever heard, by the way. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it sounds exactly like Maria Bamford's mother's voice. And so like, I can't do it on stage. People are just like, oh, you're just moving off Maria Bamford. But then people will meet my mom. They're like, oh, no, she does sound like Maria Bamford. <laughs> Maria Bamford's mom. Kirsten. She's just always very worried. Yeah. Yeah. Is she, is there, oh, this is a weird question to ask. Oh, are, are your parents older? Like my, my parents are in their seventies. Oh no, they're, they're so. I would say they're in their early sixties. Oh, okay, okay. They're, they're yeah, yeah. decent, normal parent age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. My parents are, my mom had me at 42. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. She my mom older, had me, I think at 30, which or is something like that. Which is our age. <gasps> this is where I put in the dramatic. I'm behind. Mu- the, the dramatic music. Oh my god! Turns out it's so hard to get pregnant. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I was not expecting that for some reason. I don't know. Well, no, because like you, like oh, our moms fucking popped us out. How the fuck did your mom do it at forty-two? Oh my god! I, I'm, they literally call me um, the last relief, <laughs> which I don't know what that means. Like, I mean, like there's that a very means big. That your dad jerks it now. There's a six-year six years. Six year gap between me and my my sister, who's like the middle sister. Oh wow! So like clearly they thought that they were done, mm. and something happened there. Wow! I don't. That's want- so nice that they still loved it. That they were still <laughs> that they were still active with yeah, that, it, with young children and everything. And it also kind of like this sounds weird, but it, older moms like people having babies into their forties. I'm like, well, you know, I don't know if I want kids, but like it's nice to know that it could still be possible at that age. No, because we just like kind of like we haven't been like trying, but we stopped like we stopped not trying. You pulled the goalie. Oh, the goalie's been pulled for years. 
Like I've just yeah. not been ta- and I've just been using like witchcraft <laughs> basically. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you know, the moon says I can't get pregnant. Let's have sex now. <laughs> the moon. I don't know. Oh, and then wow. we stopped even doing that. And then sometimes I just be like, well, I th- it might be ovulating. Oh, you know, the sun and the wind of the trees say it is so. Do you have period tracker app that tells you? I do. I do. I, I do. Wanna- and I say things like, shut I'm ovulating. No. <laughs> Which is not. Turns out the only way not to give a man a boner is... <laughs> Is, is to be like, I'm ovulating? I'm ovulating. Yeah. It's time to engage in coitus. Yeah, you just gotta not uh, tell them. <laughs> no, so we just, we just take a pretty chill approach and just like nothing. All nothing. the, I might be barren. They might only be serving pancakes in this diner. No eggs. <laughs> I don't know. Like pancakes are made of eggs. It might just, no, I think it's like a dusty instant pancake mix where oh, you just no. add water. But do, do you want to be a mom? Like, is that something you want? You know, I... I have tried to breastfeed my cat. <laughs> That'd be extremely painful. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, both my husband and the cat were alarmed. I thought it was a hilarious joke. <laughs> I mean, breastfeeding, I'm fascinated by it. I'm fascinated oh, yeah. by it. Apparently it's painful. Like, I'm very freaked out for it. I don't know. I don't understand those people who are like, I definitely want this in life. I'm yeah. constantly waffling between like eight options. I'm like, I don't know. Whichever yeah. thing pans out first is fine. That's like, that's me too. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to 100% say like, yes, kids. Like, that's 100% a goal of mine. Cause I'm like, I don't know if that's going to happen. There's a lot of things that have to fall into place for oh that to happen. God. Yeah. So. Not only turns out you have to have like a, I guess not have to, but it's easiest yeah. if you have a partner and <laughs> yeah. you pull the goalie gotta and pull. you try, even that might not work out. Yeah. So you got to pull knows? the goalie and then the net has to work. I've just started buying a lot of Disney movies and I'm taking that as a sign that I want to mother something. I want to mother the fuck out of something. Anytime I get motherly vibes, I just think <laughs> you just need to get a new cat. Maybe. <laughs> like get a new baby kitten. So I see you had one motherly feeling because you have one cat. One cat. <laughs> but I, I want more. Like I want up to three, but not more than three. Actually, yeah. more than getting three. another one is probably going to put me at crazy cat status as a single lady. Yeah, I think there might be a certain like house like square footage to cat yeah. ratio. Yeah, I think you could get with two in this. I place. think two would be fine. Three, no, got to move to a yeah. place. For like three. you can't be like outweighed by cats. Like I would. The, yeah, the mass of the cats cannot exceed the mass of the people, <laughs> and that it, are caring for them. I want it to be a kitten because I want my current cat. Oh. To like kind of mother it a bit. Oh, and I want that kitten to be a boy so that she can teach him the ways oh, that's of so being nice. a good So he'll person. be like a gentle soul. He'll yeah. grow up a gentle soul. <laughs> she'll, she'll teach him all about the Me Too movement. Be like, this is how you treat women. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he'll be super comfortable with tampons. It'll be wonderful. <laughs> Not oh freaked my, out. Oh, my God. I never got that. Like, I always like some guys were like, no, no. Yeah, I don't want. I'm not going out to buy you fucking tampies, like, Ugh. which is so stupid. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. So you don't want people to know that you have a close, intimate relationship with like a fertile female? Yeah, it's literally just like, like it's toilet the, paper. It's, like it's the paper. least gay thing you can do. Speaking of tampons, I do want to mention something about tampons. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Sarah, maybe think about putting some sad music over this. Oh, um, no. is it TSS? 
No, but like I, I've been scared about that many times. But oh, I think I have TSS every month. Really? Like, do you actually get like dizzy and like nauseous? And I'm always dizzy and nauseous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to see a doctor. You're always dizzy. I never once seen. I'm seeing one. It's not very helpful. Oh, do you have a family doctor? No, I don't. I just um, have to go to this like walking clinic. And- oh, and it's the uh, worst there. No. It's and the- I have terrible. I don't know. It's not as bad as Quebec, though. People talk about how bad it is here. But like Quebec, you'd have to like you had to get up at like 7 a.m., get to the clinic for 730 and then stake out the doctor. Oh, fuck. And if you got there past like 9 a.m., all the appointments were taken. Good luck. And even if you got there at 730, you were only going to get in like here. You could probably go like I would say after like after 12 noon, you probably fucked. But oh, my God. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's crazy. Like I went to a doctor on my lunch break here. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, what's happening? I just don't like walk-ins for more non-urgent health things, like things that you want to kind of talk about. Take your time and talk. Like, I feel like they're yeah. great for like prescription refills or like colds or stuff like that. Yeah, but like with me, it's like there's so like I have a checklist of fucking stuff I want to talk to them about. Oh, you know, I bring in a list. I'm like, what of this looks to be the most important for you? <laughs> <laughs> Which issue can we solve right now? <laughs> Put the tampon thing. I was listening to a podcast um, recently, and it's called Guys We Fucked. It's a great fucking podcast. Oh, yeah, I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, at the beginning of the show, they take emails from listeners, and... Did they take your email? No. I've never (gasps) written into them. I'm terrified to, because I know that they'd make fun of me, which would kind of be cool, actually. Um, It would be a loving fun. I feel like it's a supportive... It would be, it would be like a, what's the word, a, not a seal of approval, a, uh... A right good of natured passage. ribbing. Yeah, yeah. right of passage. Yeah. That's a good word. I like being made fun of. Like for my my live stream that oh did I just announce a live stream? I'm doing another but live stream, guys. Um I'd like to do a roast a host. Roast the host <laughs> where I could get comedians on, like comedians who know me, and just have them <laughs> roast me. But I also recognize that's like I'm not a comic, so I don't really think I deserve to be roasted, but I just think it'd be fun and funny to do. I don't know, they roasted Justin Bieber. That's true. That's true. It, what, if if Justin, why not you? Why not me? I I I can believe. Yeah, believe believe in yourself. <laughs> That's his slogan. Just believe. Just believe. <laughs> never say never. Oh, I just um, don't like that he's like such a twat. You know? He's like one hundred percent has a drug problem right now for sure. Oh, God, I I mean, he's want, married. I want married. Oh my! But to a Baldwin, does that even count? I guess so. I feel like they just had like this same strain of herpes and they were like, let's. <laughs> did you hear about the. Make this work. We're, we're going off on a uh, Sure. But did you hear about the lice? No. So like there was like a tweet or something that like went out about them having lice together. And Haley Baldwin was like, I think it's romantic that we got lice together. <laughs> I was like, girl, something must be wrong with you. Wow. The bar is low if you're a Baldwin. It's like, fuck. No, we just meant we were like forever when we got the plague we were so close that our hair touched and the bugs kind of formed a little bridge and they went back and forth and infested themselves (gasps) in our (laughs) 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 so romantic but but the tampon thing so that oh yeah the question was about tampons and as it turns out i'm a double wide but go on i've been doing something bad my entire life Ever since I started. And mind you, when I first got my period, uh-huh. I wasn't told about tampons. I, I didn't get a talk or anything. My mom threw a maxi pad at me and a stick of deodorant and said, deal with it. Um, so like, I, I didn't even... avoided my mother. Yeah. It was my strategy. I don't she... think I used tampons until like grade 11 or 12. Like it was oh, that sounds later. Right. Yeah. 
But it like, is scary. You're just used is. to not jamming anything in your cooter. You're like, there's no right. way that can fit in there. I know. And then you figure out what else is supposed to go in there. Uh-huh. Like, Jesus Christ, this is not going to happen. And it only gets worse. Oh, my God. Because then we have to figure out, oh, do we want to push a baby out of this, too? Like, we've got to deal with all this other stuff. But oh, then there's Lord. the idea of pushing a baby out. Um, but no, I've been doing it right in terms of inserting them. I've been flushing tampons. I honestly my whole just learned about that. Life. Did you? That I have been me- flushing them my whole life. <laughs> that <laughs> makes me feel so much fucking no, better. No, when I stopped when i owned my own house so that's <laughs> that was what like it is. I, I was like now i care about the but i didn't realize that it like fucked up the septic system that like they're not designed to like they have to like pick them out or whatever they do <gasps> they do <gasps> and i'm gonna talk about this because this was an emotional day for me because no you just feel like a monster i i, I did not know this and i have to say and prove me wrong something like anyone listening prove me wrong number one no one fucking told me when I was younger not to flush them. Oh my god! Number no. two, it's not really on the box anywhere that you could find it. I don't think so. If you look no. at a box of tampons, you can't actually like. There's nothing that explicitly says do not flush. Yeah, but it also says insane things like you know it doesn't say a bunch of other things like yeah. oh don't soak it in alcohol and put it in your butt <laughs> like who doesn't do that? <laughs> I have a friend. This is, I was actually funny that you mentioned that. I have a friend who um, uh, she lives in the same building. She probably hears me right now because I'm so fucking loud. She did episode one of the podcast and uh, or the first ever recorded episode, and she said she's like, I don't really want to come back on, but like the only way that I would come back on is if we did vodka tampons, and that, and that was the drink. And I was like, well, maybe. <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say no. I wouldn't have to taste the vodka, and I would probably get me drunk. So, <laughs> oh, oh, all I can think is like just like a yeast infection. Yeah, oh. that would be so oh. bad. And I have such a sensitive lady bit. Like I would 100% get an infection from that for oh. sure. Yeah, no, it's 100% just shoot it. It'll be fine. But yeah, no, I've been flushing tampons and uh, put it on Facebook as well. I d- no, I saw that. I can't remember if I interacted with that post. I was like, I was like, I'm not emotionally ready to well, broadcast my shame. Like here's you are. the thing, and little PSA from Sarah here. When I put stuff like that on Facebook. A lot of people don't understand that I'm not an idiot. <laughs> okay. And, and like, by that, I mean, like, I might come off as an idiot sometimes with my humor and shit. <laughs> I know it's wrong. I understand what I did, what I've been doing is wrong. I just pose yeah. it as a question of, has anyone else been doing this? Like, who, yeah, what literally. other, what other girls can admit <laughs> to doing this? And I put it as a question. And then I proceeded to get a bunch of comments about, Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. It's really bad. I was just like, no, I, I mean, technically, I never that. said that I did to either, like, technically <laughs> speaking on Facebook, I never um, I have been. But now I realize, I mean, obviously, I just haven't been, like, you know, really in a house for a long period of time to know yeah, that that was bad. No one tells you. Yeah. No one. I think no one. I, I no literally one. recently just learned that. Isn't and, that wild and insane? And I think sometimes people would periodically be like, oh, you shouldn't do that. But they wouldn't like go into the whole like they have to pick them out and the septic is not built to deal with it and then like fuck it up the pipes and like explosion poop water everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It never occurred to me. So people would be like, oh, maybe you should. And I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, pff, whatever. Right. It'd always be it, like some stupid sign on the bathroom. And it'd be like, do not flush sanitary products. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. they mean maxi pads. That's what, or the applicator. Yeah. I would be like, yeah. obviously don't flush the plastic applicator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it, the, the funniest part about that post was 
Uh, I have a friend, uh, if you're listening right now, like, I'm so sorry that I might have offended you with my my bows, but he works for, like, sanitation. Oh, I think I saw and, that. And he commented, and I wrote back being like, mm, classic case of Sarah not not analyzing her friends list before she made a Because <laughs> every now and then I'll, I'll post something and I will specifically block certain people from it because I know their background or I know they might be offended. I'll specifically block them. And in this case, I just totally didn't even oh, think that, that this is, guy works in the field and he must deal with it every fucking day. That is such a headache. Oh. I think it might now be of your post. I think it was that guy commenting. Yeah. I may be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Teaching moment. I won't do that anymore. Right? But this is like the sex edu- Like they got to fucking tell explicitly say. You can't do it because you of this. You should not flush. Because people say stupid things all the time like, oh, like, don't take Ativan and drink, but that's just an awesome thing to do. <laughs> so now I think, now I just think everything's bullshit. Yeah. And like also too, the idea of not flushing a tampon really disturbs me. I know. I don't like like wrapping it up in toilet paper. I'm like, oh, is this going to like bleed out? And then it's just going to be, yes, I know. Like, the inside of my vagina turns out does not smell tremendous. It is. Let me tell you guys, you're in for an episode because... Does your smell worse as you got older? I don't remember my tampy smelling this bad. Sidebar, I'm alarmed at how often I have been smelling my tampies to notice this. Listen, sometimes you just got to get it. You just got to be like... A girl who says that they don't notice it is fucking lying. Thank you. If you do it every month, you notice. Exactly. Just be like, that's a little... See, for mm-hmm. me, my periods are so different month to month. Like, there are some times where I'm, like, really heavy. There's sometimes where it's, like, super light. So, like, I find on the days that, like, I'm really crampy and it's really heavy, like, yeah, it's worse than other days. Yeah. But, like, it, like I, I don't have a consistent flow, so to speak. Oh. It's very up and down all over the place. I'm usually, I usually period on a lot of things. Yeah. 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 Well, I fucked <laughs> up birth control and that's why I think I'm always, I, I'm not oh. good with my pill. See, I'm not, I'm not on it and it's just like, it is, it is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never felt better actually than like when I wasn't on the pill, I liked that better. Yeah. No, I honestly think like I stopped the pill initially because I was no longer on my parents' health insurance plan and I did not want to pay $30 a month for it. But I actually got off it and I felt so much better. Like I had more energy. Like I think I was like a little depressed on the pill. Yes. I can Um, definitely do that. Yeah. I just felt so much better not on it. Yeah. Because, you know, like they had the male contraceptive pill because they can just do the same thing for men. Yeah. That men would just take this daily pill and they would just and it would just, you know, be a horm like a hormone or something. Right. And they stopped it because men had too many side effects. Fucking Christ. That are literally all the side effects that women deal with from taking the pill. <laughs> and then they just can't deal with it because they they babies. No, exactly. It's like like when when I love how we're just bashing men. We're like, fuck men. Just, no. <laughs> fuck this gendered heteronormative fucking men. Just but, fuck I, them. but I do need one to pick me up later tonight and drive my drunk ass home. So I that do need particular him. guy, he's great. Oh, well, <laughs> he's a little bit of a pussy when it comes to pain. Oh, really? Oh, my God. No, literally. Like, I'll, like, I'll, like, shift on the couch. He'll be like, ow. And I'll be like, Jesus Christ, what? And he'll be like, you pulled, like, the little hairs on my hip. <laughs> I'll be like, I was like, really? That was a Jesus Christ, ow? <laughs> I truly think women have a higher pain tolerance. And, oh. Or just maybe a general tolerance. <laughs> 
Yeah, both those things. You know what I mean? Like, just in general? That's what I try to explain. He's like, you get bitchy around your period. And I'm like, no, you just get more fucking annoying. That's the goddamn problem. My tolerance level for your annoying shit goes down. And I don't know. Like, like, like some periods are really bad. Like, when yeah. you get really bad cramps or like you and you're like really tired, it's hard. And we're yeah. allowed to bitch. We should be oh, allowed to bitch. I fall and almost get a flu like every yeah. time. Like, I like have a fever. I can't sleep. I get muscle aches. Yeah. Um, I eat like a bottomless oh, pit. Oh, my shit. It's I know. disgusting. I invented s'mores cereal. Do tell. It is literally just a bowl of <laughs> marshmallows. Marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> And mini chocolate chips with milk on it. Ooh, you should cut up some graham crackers and put that shit in there. No, it just gets in the way of the marshmallows Uh, and the chocolate chips. I I do love marshmallow and chocolate. What kind of... And this is why (laughs) why I can't eat sugar anymore. Oh, really? (laughs) I really have to be very careful about it. (laughs) I had to save up for this wine tonight. (laughs) I think because I drink so much, I don't... I realize that there's a lot of sugar and alcohol, and I'm not a huge sweet tooth, but I oh, love me yeah. some marshmallow. I would, I would suck dicks, <laughs> like for. So just left it at that. Oh my god! So you got you got the sweet tooth, eh? Oh my god! Yeah, especially on the period. And I'll oh, and yeah. I'll just like like I will eat it till it's gone. Yeah, and I will shame eat it. Like I'll hide it from my husband. <laughs> And, like, I'll have to, like, eat it somewhere where he doesn't know where I am, so I wanted to share it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that would be a so thing. Bad. That would be a thing. The pressure to share. And sometimes he'll, like, find the wrappers. Oh, my God. And so I have to, like, dispo- if I, like, a secret eat something in the house, I have to, like, hide it in, like, my purse so I can, like, dispose of the wrapper at work. <laughs> no, it's so bad. Oh, man. Because he's trying to help. He knows. He, he knows it's a health thing. I shouldn't be eating it. I'm the opposite. I'm a salty Oh, person. God. Chips, popcorn. Oh, God. Really anything. I'm not just discriminatory. Salt. Just do just, a hard line of salt. I'll just, like, I'm, everyone who knows me knows, like, if you go, come to McDonald's with me, it's, you're going to be disturbed. Because I, I you're will. exactly like my friend JC. I put salt on my fries. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the amount that you were, this friend, oh. this friend JC that I have. She literally goes to McDonald's every time she'll drop like 30 bucks because she has to get like nuggets. Oh, oh no, no, no. <laughs> nuggets. I'm with that. Big Mac. <laughs> like, I like the variety. I don't even know what she but... gets, but it's like some crazy smorgasbord every time. I love McDonald's though. And I... she's so small. I don't understand. I don't old, understand how old. She's our age. Ah, fuck. I know. So we were talking about this before we She's hit record beast. about the fact that we are like thir- I'm 31. Yeah, you're 31 too. Oh yes, right. And so you're turning 32 soon, and I'm also th- turning 32 soon. So Isn't we're like it just wonderful? I feel a month like apart. 30, 30s like the new like 18. I did an episode. Everything's just so taut <laughs> and lubricated. <laughs> I'm terrible. <laughs> I did an episode with my friends, Andrew and Danielle, about lessons we learned at 30, which sounds like a BuzzFeed article. Um, it's catchy. I'd rather get real and that. talk about what sucks about this age, which is a lot of stuff. <laughs> I think it's the age where you just give up. Like, I used to have, like, all these dreams, and I'd be like, yeah, like, and I was, like, passionate about stuff. <laughs> yes yeah and i'd be like i'd be like oh my gosh 
I love I love these regulations. They're so interesting at work. And I'd be like, oh, we can improve this. Uh, and now I'm just kind of like, oh, no, I'm just trying to get through the day. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. I'm like, I have, what is it? I think it's like, I have 27 years till retirement. Oh, damn. And I just keep trying, just like, I'm just like, start the clock. 27 more years of this, baby. Start the timer. No, just. <laughs> Fuck. I, you're, I was going to use the word that you accept things more, but give up also. Yeah, no. For sure. Maybe accept would be if like we were talking about what ruled. <laughs> you know what? The acceptance thing for me is actually more related to like my body because I realize now that my meta- like we were talking about metabolism because yeah. I-, I did gain weight this year. Womp, womp. Sad, trom- sad trombone. Put in a sad trombone here. Um, and... Rather than stressing out so much about losing it or, like, getting rid of it, I'm just kind of like, you know, like, if I lose it, cool, but, like, I gotta learn to love this thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, for, like, live. what it is. Like, just get the right clothes. And it does suck buying new clothes, though. Oh, new God. Because you're always... New bras. Holy shit. My titties have grown, like, three sizes in the yeah. past three years. It's ridiculous. I was like, when I turned, like, 25, I was like, well, this is it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a size E forever, and yeah. now they kicked me out of the bay. <laughs> I want. I was cup like, size. yeah, like, yeah, a whole cup. They yeah. were like at the bay. They, they like, kicked you out. Yeah. Well, nicely. They oh, were just kind shit. of like, uh, there is nothing here for you, you big titted freak. Oh, for fuck's sake! No, and I was like, I was like, anything like, Wait, what like, size are you? Uh, 34G. Holy shit, you do have big boobs. I know, God. They're, they're nice. They're pendulous. Do you, do you <laughs> like having them? Uh, I mean, they're a fun time for the husband. <laughs> I felt very flattered when I realized that he was searching big titties for porn, you know? <laughs> I was like, perfect. That's this your is, influence. It's your this influence. This is what I... Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Like, because if it was something like, I don't know, just like fucking... Guys and, guys and chipmunks yeah like fucking teen chipmunk blowjob i'd be like well that he's not attracted to me i don't think i'd want to see what my partner was searching for <laughs> no i was such a bliss <laughs> i'm very strange and i'm very <laughs> i'm very encouraging of my husband's masturbation <laughs> oh really yeah no i just think Good. i think i think masturbating is so healthy mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. live your life and i don't do it i don't know why i guess i just i like i would like once every four months really i i don't know if it's like a low drive or something you know what i mean it just like never like it never occurs to me interesting very low drive well that's one thing i did i do notice in the 30s though i love how i say 30s where it's like i'm only 31 i feel i know everything about all the 30s i'm talking about like like i'm 35 or something but um one thing I, i i have noticed with getting older is that I still definitely masturbate a lot, but it's more <laughs> efficient masturbating. Well, because you know what's up. Yeah, and yeah. you discovered vibrators. Hells yeah. Oh. My vibrator is broken, though. I haven't <gasps> used it in a long time. It won't hold a charge anymore. Oh, God, that's so sad. So yeah. it's like a race to the finish. <laughs> that's horrible. And We talked about my money issues and how broke I am, so I'm kind of like You're prioritizing groceries over new vibrator. So um, I don't know if you picked but, the right one there. But that said, like, I'm, I'm actually really lucky in that um actually most of the times i do it it's not with anything really and and i know a lot of girls who get too reliant on the vibrator and then it like ruins sex for them because their guy isn't 
vibrating like a magic wand oh well just bring it in <gasps> oh yeah that's that but some amen. guys get intimidated intimidated a lot of guys don't do. like it whatever uh and we are we are pro sex toy on intoxicated oh if you're a guy listening to this bring up break them vibrators out oh oh here's (laughs) so yeah so what i did i was like i was just always very open and like if i if i masturbated i'd like get really excited and like i call then boyfriend boyfriend i'd be like be like guess what i did (laughs) (laughs) oh you gotta come during it yeah. Oh, that's what. Well, <laughs> that's what I should have done. <laughs> but it always be just something like he was at work or some shit. You know, it's just like Even something better. like he was not available. Oh, okay. Yeah, not yeah. available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'd be really excited. And he was always so secretive about his masturbating. I'd be like, "Did you do it? Have I been in? Have I been in the house? Do you like sneak around? Like, I really like wanted to know more details. And he just like wouldn't tell me. So one day, I went through his browser history. Oh. You're just because I was interested and it was all just like benign stuff and I wasn't really looking at like the titles or whatever but I just found it interesting to make a graph because <laughs> <laughs> I am I do have a master's degree in research yes, yes. <laughs> visual person I am a researcher at heart mm-hmm. and so I made a graph what kind uh, of graph in, was it it was indicating um his most frequent uh masturbating habits interesting and, and i figured out that he like had these like peak masturbating times <laughs> it was something it was like so times, specific times of day yeah, yeah really it was like it was something like he would do like he would do like tuesdays at 10 a.m and like and like thursdays at six and i kind of call i think this is when he was at school actually or something so it was like made sense it was like hold up so he would have class at say like one or something and I would leave the house at nine to go do my thing. Right. So it was like these key times. But the weird thing was like it was so regular. It was like a schedule. Wow. And I just found that so interesting. That's to be so regimented about masturbating. And it's like such a maintenance thing for guys, I think. Oh, oh, it, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I, I think they got to get that shit out or else yeah. it'll hurt. But and I was so proud I of my finding. <laughs> and I was so like, I was like, that's so interesting. He was like, you were never was he mortified my, also he was. why wasn't he hiding his browsing history well now he does okay <laughs> <laughs> he's very That's careful about it. and i've never incognito <laughs> i haven't looked since but he's like i'm deleting it now i made a good point on a uh, old episode about this actually i d- okay and this is unpopular people are gonna like roll their eyes at me i don't delete mine for the reason that when I'm watching porn and I can't seem to find something that's doing it for me, I just go back to what the last porn I watched on the last time I did oh, it. That's fair. Because I know it. I know that it did the trick because it was the last thing I watched. Yeah. And I don't want to like remember the titles. So I just leave in the browser yeah, history. Because you got to go through so much scary stuff. People are going to try to get in my computer now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. Who doesn't have the porn in their browser history? Show me that yeah. psychopath. I, I mean, do not want to be in a room with them. I think a lot of people are probably smarter about than i am i don't know but like Incognito what's, the, what's the disadvantage i don't know like like what's someone gonna do just be like ah sarah looked at porn because generally speaking the people looking are probably people you're close with so who cares yeah it's just you know and your mom doesn't know how to access your browser history no. she's 70 it's yeah. fine they don't know shit exactly like they know i have this podcast and i don't think i still don't think they know what a podcast is <laughs> they're like oh that's nice where can we buy a copy at hmv <laughs> you know what you're not far off from that next question. time i go to hmv i'm gonna get a copy of your podcast i'll be, ask them be like mom hmv has been closed for a long time what 
oh, you know what? That's fine. I'm gonna go down to uh, I'm gonna go down to Radio Shack. To Sharpest Maybe drug- they'll have it at Radio Shack. Sharpest Drug Mart. <laughs> Byway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll have it at the Byway. Byway. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, such mems. Such Well, mems. don't tell me Sears. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea of you just slowly telling your parents that like all these things are close. I just feel like, I mean, this is going on that or not. I'm like, if they ever listen to these episodes, they are going to be unbelievably mortified. Maybe that's why they're not listening. They're just like, I, I very politely was just like, it might not be for you. <laughs> they probably took that cue. <laughs> it might not be what you into. But it's weird that we mentioned porn because I brought something up to you earlier that I I haven't mentioned yet in the show, uh, which is the cum cramps, the hashtag cum cramps. Right. <laughs> which is another weird thing that my body has been doing. And it's another reason why I want to talk to a doctor because I don't think that this is normal. Um, Oof. Like at all. And And I, okay, so like long story short, girl was watching porn, girl was doing her thing and it happened and it was lovely. And then instantly... Creepy time. I got really bad abdominal pains, like insane. And like what I was telling you was was like they it was yeah. like low. So like so not period you, cramps. Not it didn't feel like a period cramp because period cramp is at least my period cramps are more like a dull aching pain, like yeah. a really bad dull aching throbbing pain. This was like just a consistent like it felt like my insides were being twisted in a knot and it was very low and I was very confused as to like what part of my body is this? Is this the butt, the vag or the intestines or what? Like I don't really know. I couldn't localize Mm. it but it was just really bad pain and it happened right after I came like right like almost to the second. Maybe it was like a pussy Charlie horse. That's literally what I think it was. Because if you think about the clip, like if if there was contractions happening, something must have happened. It could have. Yeah. You could have just blown a fuse. But you want to know what? There's fucking nothing on the internet about this at all. Everything I Google is like pain during sex. I was like, no, bitch, I wasn't having sex. I was just masturbating. (laughs) Stop making this about partners. It was just me. (laughs) You're like, I get it. I'm alone. (laughs) I'm alone. (laughs) But it made me realize just how little info is out there and how I'm like, I don't really know how to bring this up at a walk-in clinic. Because <laughs> I don't have a family doctor right now. And so if I were to go to a walk-in clinic and be like, hmm, so I, I got these really bad abdominal pains. I thought I was literally having contractions. <laughs> because I we have to start the story with I was masturbating. Furiously. <laughs> I've had friends tell me what contractions feel like. And they've said it feels like your lower insides are being churned. Like twisted and that's what it felt like and i was just like fuck i was like texting andrew vaughn and (laughs) andrew's like i'm too hot i don't know what to do about this (laughs) like i was just hanging out here watching i don't remember what he was watching something he's like now i'm googling how masturbation broke you (laughs) that's a real friend he's a true friend thanks andrew (laughs) he had no idea like he and then like when i told him that it happened Right after coming, he was like, oh, go fuck yourself. You have a UTI. And I was like, no! <laughs> You're getting it wrong again! That's you know what? <laughs> you know what? That's a... That's a ding for Andrew for knowing enough about women to be like, 
Settle down, bitch. That's a UTI. It was really funny how the vibe changed because he was like, "Should is this like an emergency situation? Like, what do we do?" I was like, really, "I really freaked him out." Oh my god, it was so funny. Because that was so weird. Because like when I got the Diva Cup stuck. Oh my god, let's talk about it. Talk about Diva. I actually, ha- I've never used one. I have one. Oh, oh god. Yeah, I think so many people bought it and then just never use it, and they were just like, "I can't do this. This makes no sense." It's really scary and intimidating. Oh my god! And uh, my first instinct, I texted two of my guy friends. <laughs> I was like, "Did you really?" <laughs> One of them was like, "You got to break the seal, so stick a butter knife up there. Break the seal? Okay. Like, yeah. Can you take me step by okay, step? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so it's like it looks like a shot glass, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That? It looks like a funnel." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Just yeah, like yeah. a like a tapered shot glass of mm. silicone. It's mm. about that actually, size. I think I have one. Just one sec. I actually think exactly. I'm it's so because <laughs> we have to make sure the viewers can see it on this podcast. <laughs> oh, perfect! Uh, Sarah just keeps her diva cup in her living room. <laughs> Most people, that's a bathroom item. She's checking in her cat food box. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I had it was because we did the worst Christmas gift exchange. Oh, that's and I, pretty awesome. I used it as one of my gifts to Andrew. <laughs> so. I actually gave it as a gift to my sister <laughs> for really? Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's why I had it because a friend of mine used them and she was like, you should try this. It's actually pretty good. I actually really love giving my sister embarrassing Christmas gifts. I did the Diva Cup one year and then that wasn't enough. So the year after that, I did a vibrator. Oh, perfect. <laughs> but like a really good vibrator. Was it like a like good as in... Oh, it Good was like quality. Yeah, or it like was funny. Uh, no, no, no. It was like a hundred bucks. It was like oh, a legit. Shit. It was like a. Le- it's like the role. It's like what Gwyneth Paltrow ma- masturbates with. Ooh. It's real nice. And like she was like Kirsten, uh. but then later, <laughs> <laughs> like you're like she's like thank you. You're helping me make better dating decisions. Oh, that's awesome. Because I'm like I'm like use it before you go on a date, and maybe you'll make fewer shitty decisions. She's like I yeah. am. Oh, I need a new one. The the one that I have now is is uh, one of the Lilos. Yes, and I think it might be a or is it a Lilo? It's there's like the that. sleek, colorful. Yeah, I got her like the purple one. That's kind of like me. That's probably the one I have. Yeah, that's a classic one. Oh, you like you like luxury? That's good. Yeah, I I upgraded big time because I have one of those cheap like one battery ones. Oh, the hard plastic turn, ones. It's like and you had to turn at the oh. bottom for it to like. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> and was I awful. upgraded to that, so now I have to like get a replacement for the Lilo because it's not charging. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, diva cup. So so walk. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you have this little shot glass, and you got to fold it up, and you got to jimmer jammer it in to the vagine, right uh, up there, like pretty far, right? No, that's the thing. It doesn't go as far as a tampon, and I think I jammed it up too far, but like I couldn't figure out like I don't know. Like I could anyways. So like you get it in there, and it like creates like a seal. Mm-hmm. Right, so like it stays in there and it just fills up with blood. Uh, see, from what I heard from people, is is that you gotta get it in. It has to like expand or whatever. Yeah, it has to like pop. And then out you need to like give folded. it a little like tug. Yeah, you kind of like make sure it's. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. We're both we're both making the same facial expressions yeah. right now. <laughs> so I got it in there and I was like, perfect. This is very uncomfortable, and you're supposed to like uh, not be able to feel it. Like it, was just, uh, it didn't hurt, but it was just kind of like I was like, I don't like this oh no. i don't feel good oh, no. uh so i go about my day and then i try to get out and i'm like perfect it's stuck oh fuck so then jackson went for, and he's like uh get a butter knife in there just break the seal oh. <laughs> and did then, you do it 
No, yeah. and I texted, and then I and I had texted my other male friend too, who's actually a doctor of internal medicine. Perfect. So he was actually a marginally appropriate person Perfect. to text, but he works in Calgary or something. And I was like, theoretically, if someone lodged an object in their nether regions, which happens a lot, which hospital in Montreal would you recommend? <laughs> just, just because like question. he has friends that work there, and like it's something I couldn't remember. It was like something like the Verdun Hospital had like a half hour wait trans but if you go oh. to Montreal General it's going to be like eight hours right you know what I mean and by Fuck. then I definitely have TSS Jesus so not an option because can you get TSS from a Diva Cup no okay. <laughs> but I'm not I'm like that crazy yeah no that's fair uh, anyway so he like talked me through how to get it out and then at the end he was like he like was like I'm deleting this conversation and we're never talking about this again <laughs> I'm not a, he was like I'm not a gynecologist is this is this too graphic or like how'd you get how oh you just kind of have to like bear down like so I just kind of like got in the shower I squatted down I think the word squatted is disgusting for the record but it's appropriate and then you just kind of like you gotta get in there and you gotta like pinch it you gotta pinch the bottom to break the seal and you just I had to really get up in there it was a nightmare and I was like I was like, we're not so doing did, that again. Did that ruin your experience with Diva Cups entirely? 100%. Yeah. See, I feel like it's one of those things, one bad experience will like just tarnish it. Yeah. It's like an IUD because I feel like um, IUDs are widely loved. Um, yeah. Most girls that I talk to about them, they're like, IUD all the way. It's the best. I, you know, I haven't told you this about me yet, but I have a very unique, I have a tilted uterus and cervix. I do too. Do you I do. Oh my gosh. I had to be put to sleep for a leap procedure because that's how tilted I am. Oh, I don't think I was that tilted. Like backwards? Like I'm like, I'm like, most people are like this and I'm like, (laughs) I might be like, I might be like half of that. Do you like were pap tests like really tough for you? Yeah. 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 They're really horrible. And then finally, like my super gay doctor was like, (laughs) was like, oh, your vagina's tilted <laughs> i was like what yeah but i only bring up it was so funny it was like with him it was a reverse negotiation to not go near my vagina which was <laughs> perfect because i hated pap tests I, I i i despise them and i have to get them like every six months now oh ooh. um because i had like abnormal, abnormal cells. cells and so now i've had them removed and now even though i've had them removed they have to like monitor it so oh, which it's all preventative it's all good i, I yeah. totally respect and encourage that Oh, for sure. Um, but it's, it's just fine. really hell when your fucking cervix is tilted. Ugh. Um, and so, like, the pr- procedure that I had, most women get done in five minutes, like, just at a clinic. Oh, yeah. Um, I had to be put to sleep. Oh, God. Every six months you got to go to sleep? No. Um, this was just the, um, the, they actually just, like, literally took out a chunk of my cervix that had the cells oh, on it. Oh, okay. So this was just a, a one, well, hopefully a one-time thing. Yeah. Unless it comes back or spreads. Oh, I've had tons of friends who have had abnormal paps. It's fine. It'll be fine. Listen, guys listening, if you're still here, you might not be. Vaginas are hell, and you should appreciate women. They're not just a fun place to smuggle drugs. That's a lot of upkeep. (laughs) Oh, and I have to say, my husband, to his credit, I also had texted him in this. Oh, did you? Yeah. Um and he was out at the time, oh. so I was like, I was like, I need help, and he just called me right away. And he was like, I'm coming home. We're gonna get this out. Hell yeah, teamwork. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, he was like ready to go, like fucking elbow deep in there and get it out for me. I've heard stories about couples, about couples like like guys helping their girlfriends get tampons out. Because mm. like that's another thing that's never happened to me that I'm terrified of is a tampon getting way up in there. 
Yeah, that would be scary. That's terrifying. I would, yeah. Ooh. Oh my gosh, no, it was actually a really romantic experience. Ta- speaking of guys helping girls get tampons out, mm. my husband, then boyfriend, shaved my butthole <gasps> for me, and it was so romantic. What? He shaved it for me. It was so romantic. I mean, it is a hard thing to reach on your own. No, but there's a strategy. I figured Ooh. out the strategy because, like, I was getting, I was getting lasered. Oh. So you gotta, you gotta shave everything, right? You have to shave to get lasered? Yeah, you gotta shave really? to get lasered. Yeah. Shit, I didn't know that. It's weird because, like, I think the whole idea is, like, the laser's attracted to, like, the darkness of the hair follicle. Oh, right, right, and right, And that's right, why right. it doesn't work for, like, blondies and you gotta go for electrolysis uh-huh. if you're I used to work at a, at a, at one of these clinics. Did and you so really? I was getting, oh, shit. I was getting good question. diskies. Oh, that's amazing. And they do, like, a little extra sometimes, you know? So that's why I wanted to make sure, get the butthole. I don't like butthole hairs. Oh, 100%. It, by 100%. the way, it didn't 100% work. There's still a little hair there. But it, it took some of it off. Some of it off. Yeah. I mean, like with waxes, like I'm just like if I'm getting a Brazilian, which, oh, do the butthole, do a fucking do it. You've already seen like most of me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At this point, we're really just tidying up. At this point, just <laughs> finger me, please. Like <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Actually, the butthole is the least painful place to get waxed. It's so true. I actually yeah. told, I kind of look forward to it because it makes you feel cleaner. Yeah, it's so warm and then it's clean. You're like, ooh. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm, I could, and I feel like, like, I'm just someone who is generally, I get nervous with oral. I get, yeah. I get very nervous. Oh, yeah. I I'm, think it's much more intimate than sex. Thank you. I would I definitely agree. I don't understand girls who are just like, oh, I just, I, you know, I just met him, so I just blew him. I'm like, oh god, I just no, that's go like down on me, and then he went home. That's like, that's like a month in for me. Yeah, I'm like, I will bang you. I'm totally right like, out the gate. It's weird. Like people look at me like I have three heads, but I'm like, I'm totally fine with no oral. Like I'm, I'm, I'm. It, it doesn't. I'm fine without it. it. I think, I think the thought is what counts yeah so you should at least offer yeah exactly just be <laughs> like if i'm like i'm not feeling like the most comfortable today or like whatever like or i didn't shower okay eight, eight minutes no ago it. yeah <laughs> yeah i'm okay with saying no to it but I'm a, I'm a fan of the vag wipe got a lot of those i like oh, yeah. give myself a little wipey wipe oh yeah before that's... getting intimate oh yeah i'm just like that. yeah i usually just like shower. yeah yeah yeah. But also, I'm like an old married person now, so it's you like... You can prepare for it. Whereas me, it's like yeah. I might go out and like... I There was once that I, I yeah, went home with a guy. Yeah, you might meet a guy. And I've, I went to a fucking shopper's drug mart and picked up like baby wipes and like a toothbrush and a stick of deodorant. Like it was like the wow. one night... It was like the one night stand kit. <laughs> and I was in a Wonder Woman costume too at the time. Perfect. I was at a Hell That's event. probably what sealed the deal. You can- oh, oh, it was 100%. <laughs> I cabbed to Dartmouth. I was Wonder Woman to get fucked. Oh, that's reasonable yeah reasonable yeah <laughs> it was a pretty memorable experience i have to say <laughs> wait what was he dressed as nothing because no. he was just home he just called me over oh <laughs> i thought you met him at the convention no <laughs> no i just got booty called and i was like okay i'll be there i'll pay the 40 bucks how hilarious i'm also yeah this is another clue why you're broke okay it's <laughs> <laughs> all come together I don't do it anymore. Actually, I, I still hook up with that same friend. Yeah, but you make him come here. I do. And I'm very, You very make stern. him wear the Wonder Woman costume. I'm very stern. And I'm like, only one of us has a car and it's you. So I'm not, I'm not Wait, going. I'm not coming. He had a car and he made you cabbed. A- yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that guy. He's not yeah. a good friend. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. 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 I know. I know. <laughs> it's, I, I, I'm very, I, that's one thing about being 30. I have no time anymore for games from guys. Mm. So I get a lot of um 
uh, I, I'll say dick pics, but they're more like sexy Snapchats being like, come over or like, Never here's here's what I'm doing. And really what, what those are, are to initiate me sending boobs or me sending, it's to in- initiate sexting. And I have no time for that anymore. So I, I always write, I'm like, send me that next time when you're on the way over. Boom. Like, like I just don't have time for it. Like, I'm You're just not like, getting what? free titties from me. I'm not. I'm just sexy. No, no, not into it. Mm, that's fair. Phone sex is fun, though. I will say. I've never done that. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think. It is so fun. I don't think. It is. That's a time. I mean, like, if you have to do oh. it, do it. But I don't know. <laughs> oh, I write. Sometimes I write erotic fan fiction for Walking Dead. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have an eclectic. Uh, I'm just like learning so many things about you. I have an eclectic <laughs> skill set. Erotic fan fiction. Yeah. I actually got like pretty popular. Like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. Like, yeah. like on is it like are these like internet forums or like yeah yeah like, it's called like what's the big one? It's like uh, it's like this like community of like oh god I think I know what it is. I think it's like fanfiction.com or something. Fanfiction.net. Okay. Oh damn. Anyways, yeah, and just like it's really fun you just kind of like write these like alternate storylines with your favorite characters from the show i love obviously daryl dixon and who and oh i just kind of make up my own characters that are like basically me oh (laughs) (laughs) or like what i wish i was because you know there was like um things going around that his character was gay for a bit or like people were speculating that i'm like that would be hot some gay fanfic yeah do it i will i don't know i think I don't have any experience with that, mm. so I think it would be better for another author to do. <laughs> Fair. But also, I do this for my own gratification. That's so funny. And so I'll, like, write it, and then I'll get all hot, and I'll be like, Sean, and I'll, like, go to my husband. <laughs> it's perfect. And he doesn't know. And I gotta say. Well, he does, because I actually made him. I wrote one, and then I was like, I need you to memorize the script. <laughs> because I'm a comedian, and I, like, I kind of, like, do, like, you know, acting and improv, yeah. and I'm, like, very, very yeah. into it. And he is not that at all. Really? <laughs> so he was, he really, he, he wanted some puss, but he did not want to memorize lines to get it. Holy you know? shit. But he did that it. Is... He struggled through. That would be so fun though. Yeah. Daryl's very terse. So we didn't have a lot of lines anyways. It was fine. Oh, wow. <laughs> we... <laughs> Fucking... Well, one of the first things like sexual awakenings was the back of Cosmo when they would have the the like erotic novel excerpt like they would have porn in the back of cosmo what like written out like like from like i don't i don't want to say erotic novels maybe it was like erotic books and they would have little clips from the books in the back of cosmo and that was like the first like like i I would get the little tingles reading that and i was like oh okay you're like this is what horniness is (laughs) i still feel guilty to this day when my sister and i i think we were watching like I think it was like Dharma and Greg. Something very benign like that. And there was like some kind of like mild, like it was like a kissing scene or something like that. And she was like, she was maybe like seven and I was like 10. It was like something like that. And she's like, "Uh, Kirsten, do you like feel something in like your muff when you see people kissing? And I was like, no, you're a freak. (laughs) And I still feel bad about that. Like Loomer, were we? (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, because, like, I knew that it was true. I was, like, I knew there was some kind of connection, but I, like, was, I didn't want to talk about it. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) I was, like, no, you're a freak. (laughs) Those times were wild. 
weren't they? Dharma oh. and Greg was edgy Dharma television. Dharma and Greg. Yes. It was a good show. Oh I gosh. did like it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you are married. I am. And I want to know all about this. How 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 did you do that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you've been together a long time. You said like 10, yeah. 10 11 years or something? 10. Holy shit. Maybe 10 years this summer that we've been together. I'm trying to think. No, maybe nine years we've been together. Yeah, That's nine years time. this summer we've been together. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it just kind of started as like a whirlwind romance. He was supposed to... He was supposed to move to New Brunswick. We were both in Montreal. Okay. Uh, I think we started sort of like in maybe July or something like that. And he was supposed to move in August. So I was like, yes, kind of a one night stand. Nailing it. <laughs> How'd you meet though? Um, it was, I, my colleague was his roommate and Ooh. they, my colleague lived in the same neighborhood. And so I'd see them walking around together and I just uh-huh. be like, hey. And then eventually, like, we went to the same party together, and I was like, well, you put together my Ikea. I need help. My boyfriend is tree planting. This is a strategy. Ikea furniture. Yeah, exactly. And then so he came over, and he was just kind of charmed. And, you know, I, like, I played guitar, and he played guitar, <gasps> and uh, just, like, all these different things. And, like, you know, we both, like, kind of, like, similar music. All, all oh, that cool. jazz. All that nonsense. Wow. And then, yeah, and then he just kind of decided, like, uh, he wasn't gonna move to new brunswick and go to university there like he'd applied to he was gonna stay in montreal so he stayed in montreal for another 10 years and we just got married uh last summer oh and what was or two summers ago what was the wedding like it's perfect tell me everything perfect tell me everything it was the dream wedding was it really or is this no i was like because he that's the thing what if you get married everyone wants you to be a psychopath bride that's what yeah i think people people will say like you're not gonna be a bridezilla but then in their head they're like i kind of hope she's a bridezilla oh no and like and wedding vendors charge you based on like the assumption that you're gonna be a bridezilla like everything is like so any anyways we got an amazing venue it was um this like summer camp for kids and we just like used it on the weekend or something like that um it was like half the price of everywhere else it was out and like we could have our own we didn't need a liquor license like because it was like a private catering venue or something uh, we had open bar we had an oyster bar we had like this amazing chef who was like half the price of other chefs holy fuck but he was like he'd catered like who was it it was like chef michael smith's wedding or something like that holy shit he was just a shitty business person but a really good chef wow and he was super nice and like but he was it was just like things like trying to like get back like he just like wouldn't get back to emails or something and like a week out from the wedding i'd be like like we'd be like as fuck yeah so it was just like it was stressful but like he was so good and so great so it was worth it in the long run yeah and we had a beautiful ceremony outside like by the ocean it was like and it was it was on grass and then there was just like a it like kind of tipped off and there was like a short little beach so there was no sand but you could see the ocean and people were swimming right before the ceremony oh um we had just like was it sunny it was it was like perfect. Good it was like 30 degrees oh. it was perfect what month was it? It was August 4th. Wow, hot, 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 hot. Yeah. So it was like, and it was PEI. Oh, Just nice. outside of Summerside. Oh, very nice. Oh, it was so nice. And I got, and I went to like one of, you know, the crazy like shows like Say Yes to the Dress. Yeah. I went to one of those stores in Montreal and it was like traumatizing. There was like five girls all standing, like two of them were crying. One of them was like about like, like was fucking punching somebody. It was crazy. What the f- 
No, and I brought my friend with me, and she was pretty drunk. <laughs> <laughs> me, and she That's was. And it was mood. just it was just her and me, and she's not and she's not a girly girl. Like she doesn't own a dress. She literally does really? not own a dress. Yeah. And so, but she was trying to be a wonderful, supportive friend because that's who she is. That's so sweet. And so I was just like trying on these dresses and you have to go in this change room and it's just like this old woman comes in with you and she's just like, I'm your grandmother. Get your titties out. Or just like, <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> I was just like not prepared for this. Holy, that's intense as fuck. And I was trying all these gowns and I tried on this huge one. Like I had like this body and like this huge puffy crinoline and my friend was trying to be really, and I was like just about had it at that point. My friend my drunk friend who was trying to be really supportive was like, oh, you look like a beautiful jellyfish. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. We're going. <laughs> do you think she was, do you, th- do you think she really liked it or was she trying to mask that she didn't like it? I think she was not the right person to come to. Right. Because she's not a girl. She's not a girly that's girl. Like she doesn't to- have like a str- I don't think she would have a strong opinion one way or the other about a dress. And I do you know? think that there should be a strategy going into dress shopping because I know people who bring a bunch of people with them. Oh, that I think is a horrible And I think mistake. that's a bad idea. Like I think it should be maybe two or three three tops i brought like, zero people with me in the end good for you and actually that's probably like the better way like don't want anyone's opinion yeah. but i just know me and i know like i would want to have a little validation or a little bit of a backup of like oh yeah that's the dress like and then i got up. like i loved my dress i ended up going to not do you have like, pictures on facebook i think i do i want to see so i'm obsessed with wedding dresses i will see. never wear one but i'm obsessed with them Never say never. Never say never. Yeah. Uh. Okay, you can kind of see it. That's like we did a photo shoot with our cats. Oh, <laughs> is it like a cap sleeve? Yeah, it's like of? a it's a cap sleeve, and it's just like a fitted gown. And That's it's gorgeous. Got like nice lace, that and is... like we brought down the cleave a little bit. But V-neck I can wear cap sleeve lace, and it looks like it's form fitting, like it's not yeah. puffy, like it's it was like, like an a line. Yeah. And it was uh, this designer in Montreal. She has her own store. Uh, So it was just like very personalized attention, one of a kind gown. Um, And it was like a third of the price that any other wedding girl. This was 800 bucks. Ding. Which is a steal for a wedding dress. That is a steal. Yeah. I don't think people realize how like they only charge me thirty percent markup for making it a wedding dress. Wow, <laughs> like, and that's pretty reasonable because basically, like, you can't not say it's for your wedding, anyways. But she, yeah, uh, yeah, she basically like had this dress, but in purple, and I was like, "Can you make it white?" And she was like, "Yes, for this amount of money." That's amazing. But it was such a calm experience. Like there was, I was usually the only person in the store, and we had like personalized appointments. I had like two or three fitting appointments wow yeah no it was a really good experience so but you have to find like what's you some girls might like that massive yeah. venue and trying on like the million puffy dresses but i loved i loved my dress so much. oh that's uh, i I'm feel like see if i have like a better picture that's one dress. element that i would not want to fuck up for a wedding is the dress uh, yeah and that might be narcissistic but like my sister told me once like she's like uh I liked my wedding and stuff, but if I could go back and pick a better dress, I would have. Like she really, she didn't yeah. like her dress. Well, I've I never heard she that. didn't like it. I just think that she, I think, I think she rushed it and right and uh, and it, it just didn't. It wasn't like a wow moment. I had to actually purchase my dress before trying it on because they only had one sample size in store, and so I just had to kind of look at it and hope, right. That it was decent. Oh, God. That would be so nerve-wracking. When it when I ordered it in my size. 
And then you go to try it on, and then I lost a bunch of weight, obviously, for my wedding. Yeah. And then so it was all, like, drooping. I was like, I hope this works out. <laughs> well, I mean, you can always take stuff in, though. No, yeah, exactly. Because they do the first thing, because I ordered it, like, six months in advance, and then you go for two fittings. I did the initial fitting, and then they did a second to last. Then they did a last fitting, like, a week before. Right. They were really good. Yeah. That's the fucking... I hate that fucking... I... I've never been someone who's dealt with a lot of weight fluctuations, but right now, most of my fuck me sideways dresses don't fit me. And it's a moment, let me tell you as a woman, like, I don't want it to be sideways dresses. Don't get me wrong, people listening. I don't want this to be a thing. Like, I'm a full believer in like, love yourself and like, bodies are all beautiful. But like, when you need to like, accept the fact that like, these dresses don't fit, it's like this moment of like, Okay, I gotta go buy like a size up. No, and you gotta find and you gotta find like a new dress. Like, yeah. the, like I don't know about a you, new but style, I kind of hate shopping. I do too. I, it's it it's a torture tra- chamber, really. Like, because I'm, I can usually look. That's why I was kind of confident about this dress. My friends thought it was crazy because I selected my photographer without meeting them. I hired my chef without tasting his food, and wow, I bought my dress risks. without trying it on. <laughs> and everyone said I got. Oh yeah, we had a great band. Nice. Um, yeah, everyone was like, this was like the best wedding we went to. The ceremony was 15 minutes long. Amazing. Short Because it was just uh, ba- or Bobby Joe Gordon. <laughs> He'd done seven weddings before. Wow. And Alicia Cuthbert was a guest at one of them. That I was thought, his- okay. I, I thought you were going to say she was a guest at your wedding, no. and my I was a, I was ready to pick my jaw off the floor. No. <laughs> like that I was- love happy endings. What is happening? That was his sales pitch, and we were like sold, done. We're done. And he kept trying to be like, "Do you want me to add a Bible class?" And we'd be like, "Nope, cut it." <laughs> Do you <laughs> want like, me to add? Do you want me to add a sand ceremony? Nope, cut it. He's like, "Doesn't cost more." And we'd be like, "Nope, cut, cut it." it. What do you legally have to say? Yeah. Say that. Say that. Say exactly that. I have a friend who started a business called the Lope Halifax. Um, and her, nice. she's a justice of the peace. And her friend is a photographer. And they do like super cheap wedding packages. So like if you just want a basic wedding and oh, some pictures, yeah. it's like, un- like I think she said it's like under a thousand bucks. Oh, like, to nice. Hi- like to hire, like to get pictures of the moment. And like be married. Oh, <laughs> like, nice. That's, that's amazing. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing. Our wedding business. was maybe like twelve thousand dollars or something. Like oh that. wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean that. But hey, that but is not bad. Oh, that's like that's I think cheap. less than half of what the average can yeah. be. But we had to work for it. Oh, holy shit! Photographers yeah. are ridiculous. Can I just say they I are. I have a pet peeve with <laughs> photographers. Yes. Like I'm sorry. Like. They're like they're like oh but my my equipment's so expensive and I've invested so much in my education. I'm like, uh, firstly, your biography says that you did a weekend seminar one time. <laughs> I fully yeah. realized that you purchased a five thousand dollar camera. Yeah, <laughs> but that seems more of like a you problem. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Uh, you want to me to pay you more than I make in a month, and I have three degrees. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Go on. It's, it's, it's so expensive. Like it's but at it's the same time to pay. And I eventually found yeah. a good photographer who Ooh. was like 150 bucks an hour. And, I, and think, I was like, that is a lot of money, but I can get behind that. Yeah, you that's not too bad. Yeah. You, you you have to dig. You have to really, really look. There's ways to get what you want, but you're gonna have to do the work to do it. Because otherwise yeah. you're gonna be 
it's it's insane with it. I I've reached out to for my new cover art that I have. Um, luckily enough, I had a friend who did it for me. Thank you so much for that. I love them. Um, but I was like looking around for photographers, and like I remember reaching out, being like, my budget's like five hundred dollars or so. But like, if I'm paying five hundred dollars, like that's a lot to me. Wow. It's a lot to me. No, I, like, that's I, huge. I, I'm gonna want like multiple shots that I can use like for promo, like. Like, oh, that's cover should be... art, like, yeah, like I'm, uh, and uh, and then like I reached out to places and they're like, it's funny I reached, I'm, I won't name the place, but I reached out to like a photography studio here in Halifax and uh, they were, it was during the summer and they were like, we so, do weddings, like we are like way out of your, like I think like they literally said like we're out of your range, like a standard shoot for us is like at least fifteen hundred, but they're like but we've been doing weddings all summer and this sounds like a lot of fun. And we wouldn't mind doing it if you made like a, a donation to like a $300 donation to SPCA or something like that on our behalf. And and I was like so excited about it. Okay. And then like it was like emails back and forth and then it just never happened. Like it, it just reached a point in the emails that they just never got back to me. And I, my dreams were crushed because this is like one of the uh... best photographers in Halifax could have done it. Because I have this idea for for cover art for me where I want to be laying on the ground, mm-hmm. surrounded in liquor bottles, and I want to look like I just woke up from like a raging house party. Like I want, <laughs> like I want like silly string in my hair, and like I just I want it to look really nitty gritty and kind of dirty in a way. But like I want to look sexy as fuck, and like wear like a corset with a robe. And like look really good, but like, like I want everything else to be like a mess. We can make that happen, make happen for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. I will help you with that. Yeah, there's look, ways I can do it. I just don't gotta, need. I w- we need a ladder. We need an iPhone, <laughs> and we need a party the and night before. Lighting, which I have now. I have lighting. I don't know. Do we need lighting though? <laughs> Maybe the lack of lighting would add to it. No, exactly. Or like, or if you, or like, you can be passed out in the snow. There's a lot of creative ways we can do this without stressing about lighting. It's still my dream cover art. Like, I still am chasing that goal of making that cover art yeah. happen. Or like, you can go to a, a photography store and rent a lighting kit for like seventy bucks. That's true. And I also thought about. Like, maybe trying to find some, like, photography students who, like, I'm just like, Bitch, if you just know how to snap a picture, this is what, yeah. I'm just going to be laying on the ground. And I, I, I do want it to look really good and high quality, um, which is why I'd like to find just a chief photographer. And I don't mind. You know what? I'm someone who I really don't mind paying somebody because I'm a true believer in, like, if someone's really good at something, pay them for it. Because that's going to motivate them to get the work done. It's going to motivate them to get oh. it done on time. But I also don't believe in, like, overcharging and oh, for paying sure. so the, much for All something. the photographers that I spoke to, they were, like, they were like, well, and I'd read blogs about this. And they'd be like, well, our season is only four months long. And it's only on Saturdays and Sundays. And we have to make all our money then. And I'm like, are you trying to make, like, $150,000 by yeah. working literally, like, what is it, like, 20 12 days a year <laughs> seriously fuck off and they're yeah. like well editing time and i'm like the editing does take a long time but but i, I get but it. also it's, like it's you so should pricey. have like package it you know what i mean like you like i get it because like if you can god bless you if you can book 12 weddings in a summer who are gonna pay you three to five grand seriously god no. bless you yeah, yeah yeah but at a certain point like and i have friends who are just like i'm not talking about how much i spent on photography for my wedding like i was very straight up on the photographer i was like I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. We ended up spending a lot of time on it. But <laughs> <laughs> he was he was very non-negotiable. But we got beautiful photos. Yeah. I was like, I was like, look, our goal, I need one good picture out of this entire day to put on my mantle. Ooh. 
yeah. And I didn't even have a mantle at the time. But Only I do one. I do now. That was my goal. And I got like a million. So I was Good. just. Good. Yeah. And I didn't do the documentary style. I was like, I don't need you following me around the whole day. I know what I yeah. look like. Yeah. Getting and, dressed. And I think that's a big part of it. I think too and many hate, people do that. Yeah. And, and for me. staged photos. I don't, I don't like it either. I, th- I think that it looked awkward. And They've all been done like a yeah. million times. Like a picture of her garter like on the bed. And like. Yeah. 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 Ugh. And and you know what? I'm not a fan of the fucking getting ready shots. I'm like, bitch, you guys don't need to see me with no makeup. <laughs> no, or like the, or they're just like, oh, do you want to like fake adjust his bow tie? Yeah. No one does yeah. that. No, you're, uh, he's a grown ass man. He's going to put on his own bow tie. 100%. And I'm a huge fan of the, um, and I don't know if you guys did, how you guys did it, but I like having the bride and groom kind of meet before the wedding. I do. We is wanted it, to see each other like right at the moment. Yeah. And that's, I get that part of it too, though. Like I'm kind of conflicted with that because I like the the idea of having a moment like yourself, but then I also like the element of surprise. I, we liked the element of surprise. On one hand, like I don't think I would give up the moment of surprise, but I do, I wish we could have spent more time at the party with people because basically right. we just can't, like we had to like miss all the hors d'oeuvres and like, yeah, the wait, the wait staff was like running out to us with hors d'oeuvres, which so was that's awesome. the advantage of doing it beforehand, right? Because you, you can yeah. get your pictures with like, did you have bridesmaids? I did. Yeah. Ooh, how many bridesmaids did you have? Three. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Very and it nice. was my sister and my BFF. And actually one of the guys that I texted uh, about oh, the diva cut. Oh, the the so internal sweet. medicine guy. That's so sweet. No, yeah. He's, he's my bro forever. Uh, <laughs> I would love that. Like, that's so cute. I always think that's so cute. I actually organized my honeymoon to go to France uh, so I could attend his sister's wedding. Oh, that's cute. Oh, God. It was such a treat. Oh, so you, did you like France? Oh, fucking love France. We're yeah. doing everything wrong here. France knows what's up. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. The food I can the imagine. The breads, the cheese, oh. and especially like, can I just say fuck Paris? <laughs> I I have no desire to go. Oh. I, every girl I meet is like Paris, Paris, Paris. I feel no. power. I'm like. I just don't have the desire. No, Google it. It's mm. fine. You know mm. what it looks like. Mm. And my husband, like, he loves to see shit. Like, I'm not about that. Like, I want to eat it. <laughs> I ate my way through France. I did five consecutive nights of foie gras. Oh, my God. And I made him film my last will and testament just because I was like, <laughs> I'm dying, but I'm not going to stop eating this. It was so, so good. good. And like, I remember we got there and he was like so excited. We got in a hotel like right by the Eiffel Tower. And he was like, come on, come Ooh. on, come on. <laughs> and I was like, fuck off. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> oh, wow. And there's just him with all these selfies in oh. front of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, I love when people own their travel um style i guess like in other words like Ugh. you said you you like the food and he likes to do things i'm with your husband on that i'm a like i like i'm a sightseer i should i like send you got he i kept saying i'd be like sean will you please stop trying to ruin our honeymoon <laughs> <laughs> because he would be like he would wake me up at like 8 a.m or something he'd be like okay so i found three museums we're gonna go to the juno beach museum from 10 a.m until noon and then we're gonna go to like you know the the american one from like one until three and then there's the french one that we're gonna do from like four until six oh and i like you like plotted all these rooms that's was, me i'm i'm the same way and I, I would just be like okay i have a counter proposal <laughs> what if <laughs> i saw a bakery <laughs> about a half block north what if we walk to that bakery slowly 
Mm-hmm. Leisurely. Get a croissant. Mm. Sit on a bench and eat it. And then go back to bed. No, no, no. And then we can go down the street to the next bed. <laughs> Even better. And get a quiche. <laughs> Ooh. And then whichever quiche. bakery we like more, we can ha- commit to for lunch. And he'd oh be like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> but then he figured out, he was like, We went to the Juno Beach Museum. And he was like, Oh, yeah, I don't think I can do any more uh, war museums. This is a bit of a <laughs> bit of an information overload and a bit of a downer. Bit off more than he can chew there. I think. Oh, yeah. He was Damn. like, oh, I get it. Yeah, no, I'm 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 the same, though. I want to see everything. I like um, information museums. Like, yeah. I like, like historical yeah. museums, but like art museums, like I don't really get it. I'm like, I'm like, Google it. Yeah, I can just that's my big thing. I just want to Google it. A little bit boring. I'm more into like the outdoor sightseeing oh yeah you know stuff like that like i I, i've been to mexico twice and both times that i've gone i've I've gone off on my own and done things have you ever been (laughs) i was in mexico for three months what see did you really (laughs) we're in mexico at first i was an exchange student in chile for three months in high school uh oh there i did a lot of underage drinking <laughs> I think I just went to a French accent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is this? I'm very intrigued. Oh, I'm very intrigued. I tried to do a Chilean accent. Oh, uh, I and love then it. I went uh, later. Oh, fuck it. I can't do it. <laughs> and she drunk. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like two glasses Get, of Pinot Um Get glass. No, I, I fucking love Mexico. Yeah, and then I went back there when I was 19, mm-hmm. um, and I did actually some formal education in uh, language. Really? Yeah, in Spanish. Wow. And so I did the six week of that, and then I like toured around Mexico for six where, weeks. Where exactly in Mexico? Oh, man. I went from, from Guanajuato, which is sort of north of Mexico City, Ooh. and then I went all the way south um I probably visited like 10 or 15 cities. Like I did like a new city every two, three days. Were you in like the Cancun area? Yeah. And then I yeah. got to the Cancun that's area. The, that's the only areas I've been. Like yeah. Tulum, Cancun. Oh yeah. It's, Carmen. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, but I, I'm 100% uh, recognize that it's, you know, like I'm paying to go to a resort and I'm getting this experience, but oh, like many parts kind of, of Mexico is like hard to see and very poor and yeah, like not great. There's so. a lot of beautiful, beautiful culture, like places like San Cristobal, um, Merida. Ooh. They are wonderful places. Yeah. Um, and there's not a lot of tourists. However, um, it would be more challenging if you didn't speak Spanish. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. don't you? I speak Spanish. I, I, it was the worst class I took in university. Mm. I was like, I'm a fairly average girl. I'm not, I'm not dumb. I'm not smart. I'm just average. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I got, like, average grades, but Spanish, I fucking sucked at. Oh, but, and like, one so class. Like, you can't learn. I took one. Yeah, that's true. One high school semester of Spanish, and I was, like, a real nerd. Like, I really loved it, and I got, like, A's or whatever. Oh, really? Oh, cool. And then I get to Chile for my South American life change. And uh, I couldn't speak a fucking word. <laughs> it was, yeah. like, useless. But then after three months of actually being there and that watching do it. a lot of Spanish Simpsons. That would probably really help, actually. Yeah. That would be a great way to learn it. It's actually yeah. being in the... Cl- and, like, watching the media. Yeah, and Spanish Simpsons. I swear to... Because you've memorized all the English Simpsons episode, and then you just listen to it dubbed in Spanish. And so you're you know like, what they're saying. Yeah, and it's a very international Spanish, too, because it's, like, basically, like, a Mexican kind of Spanish. Like, it's, like, right. without accent almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
actually it's how my friend vlad learned english too oh because he's from ukraine and so he came over and he didn't really speak english right and he just watched the simpsons and that's how he learned so i think that's how that's like the original duolingo it's the simpsons the simpsons there should be a business with that somehow or maybe just yeah just watch a lot of the simpsons oh for sure yeah um what was i gonna say yeah i fucking love mexico i got sick both times i went though like i i every time i go i get sick I got food poisoning once. Was it food poisoning or do you think it was like a like a giardia type thing? I don't know. I think I have a sensitive body overall. <laughs> <laughs> like like the first time I went, I know what it was. It's because I drank the ice off the resort. Uh, and they say that you're not supposed to do that. Uh, the second time I thought I did everything right and I still oh, got sick. Oh, you drank sick. the ice off of the resort? The first time that I went. That seems fine though. The resort's usually purify the water it's even mexicans don't drink like mexican tap water i know it's insane i know and we take for granted like that we have this bomb tap water here it's it's weird because the tap water here in halifax i actually am not a fan of but when i go home to anaganesh where i'm from oh yeah it's delicious oh they'd have some nice tap water it's it's the best um random question for you i was just thinking of this do you know what your personality type is have you ever done the myers-briggs oh I think I'm personality like a, test. I'm like a tiger. <laughs> is that that one? No, it's like ENFP. Oh, I can't remember which one it is. Oh no, you I don't. Damn it! What? It, I was uh, just yeah. curious. I've definitely done it. I've yeah, for sure done it. And I looked at it. and I was like, I kind of like. I don't know. I feel like it's a little bit like a horoscope. You know, like it's like broad <laughs> enough that it can apply to anybody. And you like it's it's give you it, and you just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're probably right. I was reading like up about mine though, and I was like, this is very me. Like it's very accurate. I'm an ENFP, oh. which is e- let me let me look them up actually because I'm ENFP. I think it's like emotional versus or extrovert versus introvert is the first one. So I'm an extrovert because it's a long ass test. I wouldn't make you do it right now, um, but you might be able to deduce it based on the types of personality tests let me see here yeah so extrovert versus introvert is the first one so i'm the i'm the e um sensors versus versus intuitives which what's the difference between those sensors are realistic people who like to focus on the facts and details and apply common sense past experience to come up with practical solutions to problems whereas intuitives prefer to focus on possibilities and big picture yeah so i'm the intuitive and then there's... I'm definitely the opposite. I'm you're like, the sensor? Oh, I love to figure out solutions to problems. Yeah. That's my problem. That's like... And like... Oh, God. I actually like it too. Like, I can't stand... Like, like people at work think I'm a psycho because I'm like, I'm like, we should have a clean desk policy. Because <laughs> everyone just hoards files at their desk and then we don't know where any fucking files are. So are you a very organized, clean person? No. Which is weird. <laughs> At work, everyone thinks <laughs> everyone thinks that I have like standard operating procedures. Like I must be like this in my home. Oh, but wow. it's just how I wish I was. Really? Like I'm, that's interesting. Know. But sometimes, like I'll get really efficient and I'll like you know conmari my sock drawer or something. You know? Yeah, I feel that. I'm I'm like a mess most of the time, but a mood will hit where I'll just want to organize. Like, I just organized my pantry, and I'm very proud of it. I think I that took feels a good. Series of hilarious videos. Did you really? Yeah, it's like when I organize my cupboards and I feel really good about it. Like, Like, oh, I I can find everything. Yeah, I collected like mason jars and I put like all like the beans in them and I like cut out (sighs) the instructions from the beans and like taped it to the jar. And I got like those fucking levels from IKEA where you can like 
hike some up so you can see everything. That's next level. You yeah. should be very proud because oh, I was that's so proud. Like, that is not that's an like, afternoon. Like that's a whole day thing. Oh, it was. I think right in the middle of this, I said, "Fuck this, we're going to the beach." Like, <laughs> that was this summer, so you can guess gauge how proud I am of it by being like, Ugh. "That's like that's really interesting." So you're very organized at work, but not. I aspire not to be. I think if someone, I think I have a weird bar for it though. Like for me, yeah. like if my house is messy. Like other people will walk in and be like, "Oh, this is fine." Yeah, actually, we're our own biggest critics for sure. Oh, for sure. Like I, yeah. like other people, like, but I can walk into a messy house and just be like, "Oh, this is fine." Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually feel kind of more comfortable in messy places. Yeah, for sure. I don't feel like I'm uh, am a mess in that yeah. place. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this this place doesn't look like a per- place for living. Yeah, and also like I get uncomfortable when I'm in a store and everything looks breakable and too fragile because i'm just like i'm gonna move wrong and uh, something's gonna break that's what i like at the dollar store i feel at home oh the dollar (laughs) (laughs) it's like my favorite place one of them oh god i love that place i just love buying something there and then intensely regretting it because (laughs) i realize that this product is I just wasted $3 on it. They have many, many wins and many misses. Oh, yeah. It is. It's 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 kind of it's my gambling. Yeah, it really. But once you know something's good from there, like you're good. Like, I know, like weird things like uh, like, you know, those little felt nub ends that you can put on like uh, furniture. Yes. To make it not. Yeah, they got those. Oh, or shit. like little plastic things that you can put on drawers to make them not slam. Oh, I love those. They got those. They I got a great whiteboard from them. <gasps> very thrilled i I would like a new whiteboard it's it was four dollars it's magnetic it comes with two little magnets it has a great little pen fuck yeah it was very easy to install on the inside of my pantry fuck yeah yeah no super into it uh this is good from there i mean like candy and shit oh q-tips were a hard fail Mm. cotton uh cotton pads for like skincare not good Oh yeah, like not it's good. alarming how not good they are. Yeah, they're terrible, and um, I and I go through so many of those cat costumes. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. do not fit and they fall off. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, they're not the best. Um, I think Christmas balls because I think they kind of trick you into thinking things are cheap, but then you realize they're not. Yeah, it's true. Like they'll sell you four Christmas balls for a dollar. Meanwhile, you can go to Canadian Tire and get like, I don't know, like. I'm trying to think of the math like a, here. A, pa- a big pack for you can get a big like pack and it works out to be cheaper and better it, quality it than does. like the little four pack if you get like ten of them or whatever. It's true. I think I think it's the illusion of feeling like you're spending less money, but you're, you're oh really, for sure. But you're, usually you're just getting a shitter. You know what I get there? Parchment paper. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, any kitchen things like. I mean, I, one thing I will say though is I I've gotten a lot of glasses from there and they break pretty fucking easily. Yeah, that's but fair. I'm like it's glass, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like you know, it's not it's not the most. Uh, Maybe keep, I'm keep the problem. <laughs> I don't think it's a it dollar sucks. store. I think it's me. <laughs> I was gonna. I, I just thought of another thirty year old thing. Oh, goop hoarding. Do you know what this is? What? So okay. Do you are you an intense skincare person? Do you have an intense? Look at my skin. What do you think? You have really. I think you have good skin. Thank you. I am. <laughs> so do you or do you not oh i have so much skin i used to work at i used to work at spas for years i was a receptionist at spas so i'm like all about skincare okay so like oh, you I love me how nice many cream. steps are in your nightly 
routine. I'm actually pretty lazy at night. Oh, okay. I generally, I if unless I'm wearing makeup, mm-hmm. and sometimes even when I am, I just go to bed. Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> I know. <I'm> so <laughs> that's the cardinal rule. You're not supposed to do that. I know. <laughs> uh, no, but usually I'll just like I'll just like uh, like wash my face and then put on just like a cream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I'll do. I'm pretty religious about eye cream. Ooh, I gotta get that yeah. into the eye cream game. Oh yeah, no, your eyes look good, but you want to start it before you got problems. I'm pretty lucky. I get dark like circles. Oh yeah, um, you can see my dark circles. But like here. other than that, it's not so bad under there. But I, 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 I am so into skincare right now that my bath. You haven't been in my bathroom yet. I don't think it. It looks like. <sighs> I gotta get it under control. Like, <laughs> I, there's a lot of products and a lot of stuff going on, and, and actually, I, I never bought that many products when I was in my twenties. Oh well, it's also like you have disposable income now. Yeah, that's true. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say with your credit cards frozen. Yeah, I know. I showed, I showed Kirsten that my I froze my credit cards. I was I was like, oh, like you called your bank? That's what people. Everyone thought I was like, no, I literally froze them, guys. They're in the freezer in a block of ice. <laughs> So, but with skincare, it's tricky because it's really pricey. Um, oh, yeah. And I, like, there's so many things they tell you that you need. You need lactic acid. You need vitamin C. You need a glycolic thingy. You need moisturizer. You need oh. an oil. You need a good cleanser. You need, and, like, like there's all these things, and it's overwhelming. And I used to have all that stuff, and I used to use it, but then I was like, wait, I don't want to spend 25 minutes every night rubbing all these things into my face. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of time and t- very the intense. best thing you can do, here's the number one thing you can do for your skin. Tell me right now. Uh, stay out of the sun. Yeah. That's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, exactly. I like I like inside a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, it's perfect. Uh if you do go on the sun, wear protection. Wear yeah. a hat. Do some sunscreen. Try SPF. not to go out during peak hours. Yeah. Uh, number two, stay hydrated. Drink a lot of water. That's actually like, that is, I know that that's like a very typical girl thing to say, like going into the new year. Like, I'm going to drink more water. And drink more but water. I legit don't drink enough water. I will have days where I will go to work. I don't think anyone And does. realize I have not had one glass. <gasps> like... Like, I will be on living on coffee. Oh, start your morning with a glass. Yeah. And also, I've heard, like, starting in the morning with, like, some hot water and lemon, apparently. I know. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I can never order. I, I just bought some lemons, so maybe mm. I'll do that. I love, I love lemon. They are not cheap, though. Yeah, yeah. no, they're not. Um, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Anyways, and then the third thing is uh, just get a good basic cream. Yeah. I find the Like, only- moisturizer? Yeah, just like a moisturizer. Just not like, don't get one with SPF in it. You don't need a night one and a day one. You just need one. Yeah. And then if you're going out in the sun, wear a hat or put an SPF on top of that. Yeah. The, anytime I And re- then eye cream. Yeah, you got to gotta, gotta get a different eye cream. And here's a little tip I got. You tap it in along your orbital bone. With, the, with doesn't matter which finger, whatever I've you heard, want to tap see, with. I've heard the ring finger. Yeah, I think I use, well, actually, yeah, I think I do use my... Because it's less pressure. It feels like oh. less pressure, apparently. You got to tap it in. You got to tap, tap it, it in. And then it kind of like sucks its way up. And you never actually go like under the eye. And then the remaining that you have, you want to rub it just around your mouth. Oh, around your lips. The eye cream. The eye cream. Because apparently it's the same kind of skin under your eye as around your lips. And it'll God, keep damn. like lines from your lips. So that's my... Do you... Is there... I have nothing to prove this. A particular eye cream that you use? I used the ones that I got a million samples of from when I still worked at spas. <laughs> Perfect. I use like the one I have. It's like to buy it. I think it's like 90 bucks or something oh or my. something insane. It's like skinceuticals. It's skincare is so pricey. 
But like, I didn't notice a difference between, I don't know, but it's so hard because like, I think it's just minute differences over like 10 years or something. But the people that I see the most differences, like I have one friend who's like constantly tanned and she tanned like her whole life. Tanning salons was always wanted to be bronzed or whatever. And that was great in our twenties. Yeah. Um, but now she looks like a dried up handbag. God damn. And she's, we're oh, like I've the never same done age. that. I've never. The and, same age. So I think the biggest thing is just sun and stay hydrated. Maybe throw on a little moisturizer. And I refuse to. I'm a pale girl. And it's been an insecurity like a lot of my life because people make fun of me. Yeah. But I'm me like, too. you know what? Um, I've started embracing the pale because I love like I actually really love on women like dark hair, blue eyes and pale skin like yes. Gita Von Teese. Oh, yeah. No, I can love her. There's so many different ways to be beautiful in this world. Just embrace wow. yours. I what an excellent note to end it on. Yeah, that's a good like that's a really good point just embrace exactly. yours whatever and that's what one uh, speaking of Dita Von Tee, she has a quote that I always think about um because like I like I like makeup and I like wearing it um but she said something along the lines of like never tell a woman what she should do to make herself feel beautiful in other words oh. like you want to put some eyeliner on do it like like never yes. tell a girl like oh. you should be beautiful this way or like guys who are like, oh, I don't like girls who wear makeup. It's like you should. I like, and they think they're getting some chivalry points, like yeah. because it's just like, oh, I think you're be- more beautiful without makeup. No, suck my dick. I'm bo- beautiful both ways. And I don't think guys know what makeup, no makeup is, because I think yeah. you could have uh, some foundation and maybe your brows filled in a bit, um, and they'll think no makeup. Yeah, you still wearing some makeup. <laughs> no, exactly. They'll just be like, "Oh wow, you look extra shitty today." <laughs> it's that's just... what I love. Like, because I'll go long periods without putting on makeup. Because I'll just be like, "I don't have time for this." And then I'll go through phases where I put on a lot of makeup all the time, <laughs> and I get so many compliments when yeah. I go from that no makeup to all the makeup. See, and for me, it's the the opposite. Yeah, because I wear it all the time. People are used to seeing me with it. Yeah, when they see me without it, it's shocking. They're like, oh. and it's not. It's not always bad shocking. It is just because it's so different. It's like when you see a guy without a beard. Yeah, you're just It's like, the same idea. It's like you're not quite used to seeing that person without a beard. Oh God, so it's like, shocking. Do you have like tan lines where your eyeliner is? <laughs> like when a guy shaves off his I beard wish. in the summer and they're like, fuck. And I get a tattoo like eyeliner on me. <laughs> I mean, like I've often thought about the microblading thing. I'm very fascinated by it. And I kind of. I don't know. I've heard. I don't recommend it no? i've seen because i think um i think like a tattoo it runs eventually Ugh. and so i think that like it's like you would just like it would start off looking great and then like if you would get it redone 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 right maybe not so much yeah i don't know if it's a great idea maybe not i mean there's so many you have great eyebrows i actually i actually do enjoy my eyebrows a lot um what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, because you mentioned laser. Like, there's so many, like, of these, like, procedures that are, like, really pricey long-term investments that I'm always thinking about. Like, I'm always thinking about laser and, like, microblading. But you and- know what? It turns out my mom was right. When I first told her, I was like, Mom, I'm going to get laser because I'm getting it for free. And she's like, Kirsten, pubic hair is going to come back into fashion. <laughs> Do you think it has? It has. I American think- Apparel brought it back. And now I would love <laughs> nothing more than to grow a righteous full bush. So after- And I can't. You- <laughs> the best I can get is a faux hawk. Holy shit. Oh, oh yeah. Because you, 
you got it all off, so you can't. Not all of it. I got like a. I got like a landing strip. A landing strip. It wasn't that's a Brazilian probably, situation. That's probably what I would do if I were to do laser. Um, is I'd probably just get the bikini line actually. Yeah, I mean it's kind of nice mm-hmm. because like it doesn't get rid of it fully. It just kind of right. like like you, I just like don't have to shave as much, or it's like or it's like blonder, you know. Shaving is a like, son of a bitch. Like I hate one, it. Maybe once a month. Yeah. Maybe. Interesting. I still want to do it. It's very like I would be a good candidate for it because the dark hair. Oh yeah. Skin. Um, you but, would be. But like it's just it's money. It's all there's a lot of stuff to buy oh yeah as your financial <laughs> advisor i advise you against yeah. this uh, jared at scotiabank would not be proud of me 40 40 cabrites to dartmouth we're cutting to, that to get that dick <laughs> and uh, the wonder woman costume no oh my god order in they don't charge for delivery it's fine <laughs> you just have to ask about the option yeah <laughs> <laughs> look we're gonna try to see the diva cup is half full here okay i gotta stop buying tampons and flushing them <laughs> or overflowing <laughs> what else have i bought that i shouldn't buy jesus all right there's a lot there's there's a lot of things oh my gosh <laughs> i could i could go through your financial affairs and you'd br- probably bring cry. you to your knees you'd probably cry. i i feel like each month i get a little bit better well no, that's I, yeah no i'm fair yeah yeah i'm a killjoy is there sure. anything that you buy that like you're a little ashamed of that like a guilty pleasure thing that you um chocolate covered jujus oh those things are so from freak lunchbox from freak lunchbox see i buy them at walmart they have them you should uh so walmart the section yeah 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 what (laughs) (laughs) they're pro i thought they were a specialty item no i have been spending tens of dollars a month go to walmart jesus christ we can even walk there after this if you want and oh in God. there's a section that is okay, good. I, oh, it's, what's it fucking called? It's like a certain brand, and they have like nuts and like almonds and like all these things, and they have big giant chocolate covered jujubes. Jube Stop it! Yeah, and you can get them there. <sighs> no, They're but I'm so good. I'm so neurotic. Like I hate paying for things that I can do myself. Yeah. Like so, for example, like like oh God, this is kind of embarrassing. Like I make like. Uh, like I like to make my own kimchi because I think it's higher quality what you make at home. Right. And I like adjusting it to my preferences. And kimchi's I got a kimchi habit. It's fucking expensive. I don't even really know what it is. What else? Is it a vegetable? It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a it's Korean cabbage. It's okay. like a Napa cabbage that's been kind of like pickled, fermented mm-hmm. in like a kind of like spicy, garlicky kind of thing. I will bring you some. I would love to try some sometime. It's very spicy and weird. I need to get into the vegetables and eat. I mean, typical oh, girl again for you. I eat healthier. Mm-hmm. It has probiotics. Ooh. Um, and like things like I would never like I can't tell you the last time I bought a coffee at Starbucks. See, like I would never buy. You're you know an I mean? inspiration because I'm so bad at that. I buy coffee every day. No, yeah. See, I can't. Yeah, like I never buy tea out. Like I have my tea bags at work. I bring my lunch yeah. to work every day. Um, I can't remember the last time I bought lunch out. Oh, you're. I need to be you. Uh, How do I be you? I hate clothes shopping, so I don't really yeah, spend money I hate on that. that. I hate that. You buy online? Sometimes, yeah. I bought these jeans online, actually. Yeah. And finally, like, I was like, yeah. And I was so lucky when they fit. They actually didn't fit when they arrived, but then I just, like, stopped eating sugar. And they fit. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, clothes is a struggle. Yeah. So, no, I just, like, I, like anything that I don't, like, 
if I go to a bar, like I'll buy like one drink, partly because I don't drink that much, but also partly because like it's just more economical. Yeah, it's like it's also like I'm like, okay, well, I can spend seven dollars on this. Right. Or I cannot and feel just as happy. Yeah. You're you're inspiring me. I or am I just living my sad, sad life? No, you're that's that's you're living a smart life. And so you deserve those chocolate jube jubes. Oh god. <laughs> I think I blew your I think your brains are on the walls of this apartment after I told you you can get them at Walmart. <laughs> I think the yeah, the last time I took a cab from Dartmouth, the <laughs> only time actually, was then my husband called me and he was like, My dad's dying. Oh no. I need you to get here now. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> and no. I was like, that's a cab ride. I actually I used to be much worse with cabs. I'm very proud of myself for getting better at it. I used to take them at least two to three times a week. Whoa. And yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. Girl. It's really bad. But I, I don't do it as much anymore. Oh yeah, no. It's definitely I, a monthly thing, but not a weekly thing anymore. And I definitely eat like seasonally. Like, say for example, like I would not buy like there's periods of the year where like cauliflower gets to like seven bucks a head. And right. I'm like, no cauliflower for me. Yeah. Or like my family, we do jalapeno poppers at Christmas, which are fucking amazing. And we always do it at their house, so I never realized how much jalapenos were. It was like six ninety nine for a four pack. Fuck yeah. And the recipe called for twenty four jalapenos. Just the raw jalapenos were six ninety nine for a four pack, not the poppers fuck just the raw fucking spicy ass pepper and i looked at that and i was like well we're not having jalapeno yeah, poppers no, that's insane i'm not that's insane i'm not spending I'm so, like see i'm so bad at knowing how much things should cost that i'm just really like i'll see something and i'm like i guess I, i'll get it <laughs> like, I, don't know. I need to get better oh no that. like i'll fully just like change plans yeah i'm bad at like i just don't cook so it that's the issue Oh. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to perfect the single girl cook- cooking thing because for me, I actually love cooking for people. Like when I had a boyfriend, yeah. I would always cook for us and we would share it and it felt more, it felt better doing that. Oh, for sure. Like when I was living the single life when my ex was out tree planting and I had just met Sean and to be fair, I only hooked up with my husband when I found out that my tree planter boyfriend had been cheating on okay me. i was just gonna say there was some overlap there There was a little overlap that's well okay. there wasn't that's really okay. like i was kind of, i was in nothing happened but i was interested right um, the seeds were planted i wanted but not, something to happen he yeah. came over and i remember he was like i don't know he like opened my fridge door and he just like looked at me he's like are you are you okay? Do you need money? And I was like, no, why? <laughs> and then I, and then he's just like, well, you just have like an open box of pre-cooked chicken <laughs> and a me. piece of cheese that and, and olive spread and mustard. And that's all you have <laughs> yeah. in this fridge. And I was like, well, that's not all I have. I have crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have a, that's tapas. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's, this is fancy. It's, it's tough to motivate yourself to cook when you're just yourself. Like, and I, yeah. listen, I understand. I have a friend, Vern. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Vern listens to every episode. He meals, meal preps like every week. And I, I wish I was him. He's husband material. Gay. God damn it. I know. <laughs> Isn't that always the case? <laughs> Vern, I still think we should just get married anyway or like live together or something. I don't know. <laughs> Figure something out here. Split Maybe the bills. you need a roommate. You can meal prep and I can, I don't know, I'll do something else for you. I don't know what. I don't know what I would bring to the table. <laughs> but it's just, it is tough. And I, and I want to live in an apartment with a bigger kitchen because I feel like there's like no counter space in there and that's, it doesn't motivate oh, me to yeah. cook. You know? Oh my God, so. no. Things got to change in Sarah's life. Oh, maybe but, that's why I don't go out to eat because I love my kitchen. 
<laughs> yeah, but I've, I've always kind of been like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we grew up real poor. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so I just, like, I always, like, knew, like, it was just things just like, oh, we didn't have butter because butter was too expensive. You know what I mean? Like, you know, stuff that like that. that would really put that mentality, and that, that's good. Yeah, that it, but it's also not great because I have so much anxiety around money. Ugh. Like, it's so stressful where it's not, like, yeah. and now I have to remind myself, I'm like, wait. It's just five bucks. This doesn't matter. I'm not. This is fine. Like, right. I have to do the reverse of what you do. Yeah, that's interesting. Or I have to, like, coach myself and be like, you know what? You're really thirsty. It's been four hours. You know, you can get a tea at Tim Hortons. It's right. Gonna, yeah, it's yeah. It's going to be okay. It's not going to break the bank. Exactly. I have yeah. to, like, talk myself into it and be like, I'm doing this. <laughs> We could we could we could help each other. I think. Yeah, exactly. Just we could bring each other to like a normal level of spending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the combination. Comp- it's complimentary. <laughs> but we're gonna wrap it up because we're at two hours, motherfucker. Holy crap! See how fast time goes by when you're having fun. Um, Anybody you. who made it this far gets a Get- complimentary <gasps> beach. Okay, so actually, what we need to do is think of a hashtag. <gasps> To put, because I used to do this thing where I would mention a hashtag right at the end so that if anyone gets to the end, they can like comment on social media with the hashtag. That is so and cool. We'll I love your the, branding. And then we'll know who the true, but we need to make it like a kind of a ridiculous hashtag. Oh, should I, it be related to the podcast? What it, are we talk about? I think so, like maybe cum cramps. Oh, hashtag cum cramps. Yeah, that's good. Hashtag cum cramps. <laughs> Just because I think I would like to like do some formal research on cum cramps so that if another girl gets it, she won't feel like a total freak. And maybe, you know, I'm drunk. (laughs) Yeah, that point's gone. It's all gone. It's all gone like the wine. (laughs) Oh my God, yes. I'd like to speak to the manager. (laughs) Oh, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Do you have any shows coming up? I'm actually, I am opening for the John Doerr. TV's Shut the fuck up. TV's Are you John Doerr. Show two with Dan Hendrickson. Yes, you're on that same show. Yes. Okay, once what's the what's the date? I should know this, but I'm on Thursday. There's three shows. Okay. I'm on the Thursday show. I think it's January 24th, and I'm so excited. God damn, because he is one of my comedy heroes, dude. That is so good for you. <gasps> no, I'm doing it. And, and is that a, that's a good robot, right? Yes, it is. Okay, and there's tickets. Like, is it tickets? Yeah, tickets. Okay, sweet. It's a ticket situation. I they won't even get back to me if I can get my husband a comp. Oh, for (laughs) sakes! I know, but it is. It's a forty seat venue. It's going to be a very intimate show, and damn, everybody should come to this show because John Doerr is a legend. And I'm, and then you get to see you too. I'm gonna be barfing. I'm gonna be so nervous. Dude, you're gonna kill it. <laughs> um, you imagine if I bomb in front of John Door? Now I gotta figure out if I, sh- if I should go to your show or Dan's show. No, no, no. Well, Dan and I are on the same show. He's oh, hosting. You're on, you're on the. Oh, he's hosting. You get to see both me and Dan. Okay, and John and this guy John Door. I'll have to get on my tickets then for that because that that's gonna be amazing. I'll make sure to put the info for that uh, in the description of this podcast if anyone wants to go. When Hashtag you, so it was John end of January, cramps. right? So this will come out next week. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll be this in, is perfect. We'll be in time. Oh my, I can't believe I'm doing promo for this. Yes, girl. Did you want to plug any social media? Oh yeah, Instagram? you can follow me at Kirstenoid. K i r s t e n o i d because. I'm like a robot because I'm on the it. internet at Kirstenoid. Um, or same thing on Twitter at Kirstenoid. I love it. Or just add me on Facebook. Kirsten or like Finch. you can, here's her phone number. You here's can my phone her, number. Here's her address. That's you can visit her anytime, break into her house. I'm very lonely. <laughs> as long as you don't give her jujubes, she'll be fine. Exactly. With it. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so happy that I told you about that because now you can get them for probably so much cheaper. I am so I depressed. Want, See, but I told you about my world. money neuroses. Now I'm just going to like ruminate about how much money I've wasted on the juju markup down at Freak Lunchbox. I wish I knew the name of the brand. It's a specific, there's a specific like section of Walmart that I has all their... I think I know their... what you mean. Doesn't it have, it comes in kind of like those plastic yes, bags yes. and it has like that weird kind of unattractive yeah. sticker that hasn't been updated since the early 90s. Yes, yes. It's that brand. Yeah. We and they have like yogurt covered raisins and like all these oh, nuts. Oh yeah. And like, and that's where they are. God. Yeah. It's amazing. Let's, let's go get some jujubes. Let's fucking do it. But thanks so much. And you get to close the show with a bell ring. And you need to make it a good bell ring. So ring that bell. Multiple bell rings are always the best one. Woo! That's awesome. Thanks, man. All right. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema, scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum, chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find him. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? A movie which, by the way, reviewed by my mother, the review was, Thank God you were on early, because we couldn't watch any more of that thing. <laughs> Wide berth. <laughs> well, this is a good scene. The uh, we're watching the infamous dildo scene. You got trolled. You were in. I shut you the were fuck in. up. No, I didn't say shit. You got trolled. Corey West just trolled you. Real script. Yeah. They didn't even give him a script when he got the job. They gave him a bottle of Stoli and said, <laughs> "Learn this." Did you stumble on the joke? Talk about this movie for fart's sake. This is a we we can we can swear this movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it.